himself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tears Day, February the 7th. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank everybody for giving us a thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribing so you can join us in chat and a five-star review wherever you are listening, please, and thank you. The boys are in the house. I don't know what's the boys you're used to, but the boys are in the house. Scoob's in the house. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Scoob's in the dark, but he's in the house. Uh, That's not me right now. I don't know what's going on. Dark Scoob. Dark okay, Scoob's in the house. There hey, there, there he is. There he There's our well-lit boy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's what was going on there. It's been been acting funky again today. I don't. I don't want a big scoop today. I don't want to. Oh, just maybe one. Maybe one for the people. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it's acting up. Uh, now that we got you, how are we feeling, school? Oh, I'm feeling great. I just bought a uh, Bucks tickets for next Tuesday against the Celtics. <laughs> Gonna be in the house. I'm excited. I thought the game was the night, man, the way you was posting. Uh... <laughs> Dude, okay, so when I woke up, I, I, I opened the app because I had a little before night thought I wanted to go to a game. So I opened the app, and the first thing I see is Bucks Celtics Tuesday. So I clicked that. I was like, oh, it must be tonight. And mm -hmm. I, I tweeted, like, should I go to the game tonight? And everyone's like, well, if it was tonight, you could, but it's next Tuesday. And that's when I looked at the date, and it was next Tuesday they were showing me. So You're just early. You just early mm -hmm. on it. I am going though. I got got some pretty good seats, lower baseline, so I'm excited. Excited. Hell I haven't, yeah. I haven't been to a Bucks game at the new arena yet, so should be an been experience. Too long. Yeah, two years, two, three years. Way too mm -hmm. long. Mm-hmm. And uh on the other side, we've got Grum, host of Dork Side of the Ring, back in the house. How are we feeling, boss? I'm feeling good. Thanks for having me again, guys. Um, I'm sitting in Coley's seat. It's warm. Uh, I'm gonna keep it warm. And uh, but not uncomfortably warm, like a, you know the good the good warm the good warm, moderate warm. Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, thanks for having me again. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, birds, uh, go birds. Obligatory, go birds. Of course, of course. Uh, also, you know, you know, Valentine's Day is next Tuesday, Scoob. This is this is ultimate loving yourself. I, you're just like I'm gonna treat myself. I'm gonna get myself. The gift that I deserve, which is the first, you know, going to the arena, for, the new arena for the first time, seeing a premier matchup, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Yeah, I the didn't best even... team in the East, and then you get to see the Celtics too. I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about it until people were replying, like, "Oh, going Valentine's Day too." I was like, "Oh, yeah, I guess I am." Maybe, maybe they're doing some kind of giveaway. Single, single people walking in, they get some reward for being alone. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, is the move, do you buy one ticket to the Valentine's Day game or do you buy two? And figure it out. You got a full <laughs> week to wait. You know what I mean? You might. Uh, no. You know what I'm saying? No. No one gets to, no one gets to ruin it for me. Something, anything <laughs> could happen with someone else there. You're right. You know what? You're right. I was thinking too positive and I. I must stop doing well, that. Well, think positive the other way. Maybe Scoob goes, you know, you know, finds a new, uh, new, you know, lucky, lucky lady. I, you know, draws the eyes to, to Scoob, and Scoob's like, "Get out of my seat, pal! Like I bought the second seat. This is, I, this is a gift to you. You know, mm -hmm. like that's awkward. So now, you know, free hands. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. that or 
you go and you leave with somebody else's Valentine. Like it depends on what, what kind of night you're really trying to have, Scoobington. You could go, you go dolo, but you 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 leave with reservations for two. You catch what I'm saying? My brain has already locked into getting a jersey. That's probably going to happen. I got to get one of those purple ones if they sell those. Got to. So. Do you go Giannis or is it too cliche? That's what I was. That's what I was debating. Is is Giannis? Because I mean, Giannis is locked in. You know, like Giannis will never leave. I mean, we were talking. Chris might careful, leave. Careful. Careful. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Careful. Careful. So it's like. Uh, the other option was Drew. Maybe go with Drew. Drew Holiday. Well, that'd be a good touch. But then you could go with something niche. You could go with like Brooke Lopez. You could get like a Brooke Lopez. That would be fun. Mamu. <laughs> Mamu, Sandro. Hey, if they sell them. They get, sell. Uh, get Thanos, you know? Thanos Antetokounmpo. Then this way, you're, you get Antetokounmpo on the back. But, but the now team. you're not get Yeah, but you're like not that. getting, you're not getting, you know, oh, you're just getting the 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 premier guy you're like no no no. i'm a real fan you know i love the, the the 15th guy on the bench i was watching him in sophocles uh coordinstein's uh back in 2012 i'm really the nasa's fan and i think that's actually the play because like you said Giannis is locked in as long as Giannis is locked in the nasa's is locked in so i think that's the unless you go oh didn't they have didn't he have both his brothers on the team for one year like wouldn't cost us there too i think so i believe so and then Alex, At, Alex won a ring with the Lakers. Good times. So I think that might be the move. But long time until then. You got some days to, uh, to think about it. I did want to say now before I forget, uh, because as it is, the, the Cut To It boys are out west doing Super Bowl stuff. I believe the Joshes and Hayden are out, as, out there as well. So Scoob and I will be taking us a little break, a little mm-hmm. breaky break. We will be off the rest of the week. Grum had agreed to do some guest tiering with us. The schedule's just just so aligned. It was like, what, what do you what do you say you stick around all day, Daddy O? And he he was nice enough to join us. So you got tricked. we'll get some. T- yeah, he was duped. He's um he's definitely being held. We wonder where YC is. YC is slow, like slightly off cam, holding a pistol. Yes, yeah, but just, yeah, I don't know how. I don't know. Don't look how at. YC, don't don't look directly don't, at him. Just I don't know. With, I don't know how YC found the new apartment, you know. I I I thought I kept that under wraps, you know, keep make sure, you know, move silently like a like G's in lasagna. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um yeah, but YC's uh, definitely right over off cam and um yeah, so welcome to the place, YC. I never gave YC my address either and that candy corn still showed up. So, <laughs> well, that's you don't a gift. Need- that's a good thing. Yeah. That's Oh. Cut his vine school. I didn't want to have to do this to Grum already, but cut it. Get him out of here. You a candy well, corner? You know, I love candy corn. One, all right. So in the it was it was 20, 2011, 2012, Whenever Temple was really good that year, and Notre Dame came to to Temple, game day came to Temple. I had already planned a trip to go see my friends in North Carolina because I was you know I'm not actually going to believe Temple is actually good. Uh, who would who would think that in their right mind? So. I went down there, we watched the game, and because of a bad bet, I had to eat one candy corn for every point that Temple Al scored. I think they scored like 35, but it was like the cheerleaders push-ups. So like six, then seven, then 14, then 17, and I had an entire bag of candy corn myself, and I loved it. 
Wait, but did you like candy corn going in? If so, oh, that's yes. a nice treat. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. come but, on. You know, they didn't think I liked candy corn. They thought I was lying, but I was just sitting there, you know, throwing them in. Like, no problem. I did not expect the candy corn story to start with, you know, Temple, Temple basketball. Yeah. The... Oh, temple football, you know. Oh, Temple football, Temple football. Yeah. yeah. I would say basketball. You out of... Was Temple football scoring more than Temple basketball back then? Yeah. Was it close? It might have been close. It was close. It was... Um... It was Matt Rule, Matt Rule's uh, Temple Alice, you know. So, uh, so you guys they, were peak, peak of the peak yes. of the world. Yeah, you couldn't tell me anything. You couldn't tell me that <laughs> we didn't belong in the Big Ten. I think we beat Penn State that year too. So I was like, yeah, we definitely belong in the Big Ten. No, we. Wait don't. a minute. So, so Rule was at Temple. Yep. Then Grum was at Temple. Mm-hmm. You said you were visiting friends in where? Carolina. North Carolina. Which? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I Charlotte. I, or the Carolina Pants. I did drive through Charlotte. And in fact, I stopped and got gas. I met a nice, well-dressed gentleman. Gettleman? I think he's... No, gentleman. Gentleman. <laughs> Dave. Uh, Dave. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, he just did. And he was like, hey, like, you know, you're wearing a temple. How do you feel about your coach? And I said, oh, he'd be a great coach. He'd be a fantastic coach for a subpar D1 football team. But certainly, you hey. should not hire him for your pro. And I think all he heard was, you should hire him for your pro. And, um, you know, am I at fault for the Panthers' downfall the last couple of years? No, because I didn't sign the checks. This is true. I've, some are saying otherwise, but, but that, I don't feel like that's neither here nor there. When you um, said you saw a well-dressed man, I was like, all right, well, you didn't see Matt Rule then, so this is going no, to say. <laughs> Come on. His quarter zip is always zipped to the top. His sweatpants are always tucked in. I I resent that. Matt Rule's a great, Matthew Rule. great Twitter follow. He just tweets pictures, no caption, or the caption will just be emojis, and he'll be at a random location. Oh, so he, that's John Cena's whole thing, where he'll he'll just post a random photo, and there won't be any <laughs> caption. And you're like, what does this mean, John Cena? Like, what? Is he leaving it open for interpretation? Like, can we see what Matt Rule's tweeting about, like, right now? Does oh. he have any, like, any morning? Of course. Tweets. I feel. I do feel like I see him like retweet uh, maybe through school of just emojis. I'm like, is this? Does this mean something? Does he think this means something? Uh, so let's see. He hasn't tweeted in a few days. He has not tweeted in uh-oh. a few days. But uh, Grum, you uh, you know anything about that? Can't confirm or deny. <laughs> Seriously, he's at regional meetings. Uh, okay. He retweets uh, this. Like doing some crouton in Miami. See, see, these are the kinds of posts I like from Coach Rule right here. He's thinking like, about going down there and running the bases? <laughs> oh, I would love to see him run the bases. I would love that. You think Matt Rule could steal a base in an MLB game? No. God, no. MLB They're changing game. the rules. They're changing. It's going to be a bigger bag. In an MLB game, maybe in like a beer league game, he picks him off, but not, not an MLB game. Matt Rule shows up to your fantasy camp, and how do you re- like? What's your first reaction? Laugh. Hey, what, what did Matt Rule do to you, man? That's Grum's close personal friend. I'll have you know. He looks kind of funny to me. He just kind of looks <laughs> funny. He looks like a human chipmunk to me. Like, oh come on. He just does. He just does. He's like, kind of like the, I don't know. He just kind of looks <laughs> like that. He's gonna have Nebraska back to seven and five in no time. You're gonna be awfully sorry, Scoob. And I'll be awfully there. sorry. Because um, he's recording live. Drum on the, the sideline with a clipboard. This, 
the people are here for birds talk. Um, they'll have to wait. Um, no, we have, what the, what's going on at media day? Is media day still necessary? Do we, do we need it? No, I, I feel like Alshon Jeffrey made it the whole point moot in 2018 when he's like, all this is for you guys. Like I, I just want, I don't, I think we could have just stayed in Philadelphia and flown out on Friday for the game. And then they proceeded to beat one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and one of the greatest coaches of all time. So really do we need media day if the players don't want it? Well, normally I'd agree with you, but I feel like we get such great, great questions. Um, like asking Nick Sirianni, what was it? Who, uh, who would you most like? I don't know if they ask him, who would you most like or least like to date your daughter? Um, yeah, it's just such a creepy question. It's one of those, like, why was this ever a question to be asked? Any, like, anywhere to anybody. Yeah, Nick Sirianni asked, asked who on the Eagles he wouldn't let date his daughter. His answer, my daughter is five years old. End quote. Good to have Super Bowl Media Day back at full throttle. Some, some hard-hitting questions from guys about to play the biggest game of their life. This is, this is really what they do it for. If I understand it correctly, like are, there was like a like the Vi- I mean the Vikings did this a couple of years ago where like oh who's the guy you don't want your sister to date and everybody said Stefan Diggs except for Stefan Diggs and I understand that that might you know somebody who saw that go viral could now be a credentialed member of the press which is a scary thought in and of itself but also Nick Sirianni's daughter was with him on the like the the at the press conference after the game and she went viral for being an adorable five-year-old so like talk about completely missing the mark and you're like yeah no like who who would you want your daughter at least to date and it's like you mean my daughter who's right here my five-year-old yeah this one um (laughs) do i have a daughter i don't know about (laughs) like i I thought this couldn't get much more bizarre and i was wrong yeah i was wrong yeah like and i don't like it's just it's wild because Nick Sirianni isn't an old coach by any like he's he's in right. this new generation of like young you know was a wide receiver coach four years ago now he's a head coach of a Super Bowl you know team so the idea that like oh this forty year old must have a, a, a you know a, a eighteen year old daughter that he would you know bring around the like the, the the mental gymnastics that I'm trying to do to rationalize why somebody would ask this and try to think of this just or just like saying hey let, wouldn't this be funny i right what happened to asking actual questions look like like our man four verts uh, somebody pointed out in the ch- in the chat real journalism goes to Andy Reid and he's like can you tell me all the every cheese you've ever eaten and uh yeah, let's, can we listen to real journalism? Yeah, let me just turn my volume up quick. All right, here we go. Years ago, you gave me a mac and cheese recipe at the airport in Indianapolis. Do you remember what the cheeses were that were in the recipe? Yeah, there were seven of them. There were <laughs> seven? There were seven. But you only sent me six, and then you said five would be good. Yeah, five is good. Seven's better. Um, I don't remember all, but I could get my iPhone, too, and pull it up. You look good, though. You haven't been eating too much mac and cheese. <laughs> I mean, if Charles is a real journalist, he'd follow him back to get his iPhone. And I imagine, like, his home screen is just every cheese he's ever Gouda, Brie, mozzarella, mozzarella again. Um, it's like, uh, 
it from Forrest Gump, but instead of shrimp, it's just different cheeses that he was putting his mac and cheese. You know, yeah. like sharp cheddar, extra sharp cheddar, extra extra sharp cheddar, provolone, sharp provolone. Is that a thing? <laughs> like, yeah. No, if it it's if it's a thing, yeah, Andy Reid would have the uh, the deets on that. But then we get uh, Juju Smith talking about your beloved cheesesteaks, bro. It can't all be good journalism, you understand? No, no. I mean, that's a that's an okay question. That's a good question to ask. I it's 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 in the you know like oh what do we know about Philadelphia? Snowballs and cheesesteaks. All right, let's talk about the cheesesteaks. And I know f- because you know Juju played in Pittsburgh that they had Philadelphia cheesesteaks out there and they were mm. not good. And <laughs> he only ever knew those ones. I guarantee. Like I I forget what baseball player it was, but there was they they were talking about how. They would come to come to Philly for a weekend series and would buy and eat forty cheesesteaks because they don't have cheesesteaks out where they were. Like this is Juju just trying to troll, and I mean it worked. It absolutely worked. <laughs> I, like I, you had people going like, "Sure, Pat's and Gino's stinks. No one likes that." But like you can't talk bad about you know Delisandro's things. You can't talk bad about Jim's, which hopefully they can get everything going back after it left fire um you know mm. but like all the local places delicious juju doesn't know cheesesteak little d in uh the chat said juju spitting man i don't let's let's uh listen to juju on this honestly i think the best the best philly cheese hold on pause it not- pause it real quick is that how juju smith used to sound <laughs> i did not know that when i heard it that was the exact same i was like wait <laughs> Why does he sound like that? Like, who's messing with his microphone? I was like, somebody I watched in college and in the pros, and I was like, I don't, I don't think I knew Juju <laughs> Smith used to sound it like that. Okay, uh, start again. I'm sorry, that was my shock. I'm sorry. I'll be quiet. Honestly, I think the best, the best Philly cheesesteaks are not in Philly, to be honest. Me, huh? De- definitely not Philly. <laughs> It all kicks off Super Bowl. I mean, he so I he doesn't believe that because he, he you don't say something like that, and then when somebody goes, "All right, well, like, where's the best place?" and then immediately goes, "It's definitely not in Philly," and it's like, "Oh, okay, you're giving up the game." You're like, having at least, some fun, yeah. You know, now if if I was Juju and I wanted to say that, I would have said Jersey Mike's and then pick some regular Jersey place in you know Subway. Every, you know, yeah. like oh, I I think I think Jersey Mike's cheesesteaks, but it's specifically the ones in Minnesota. Jersey Mike's, those are the ones that are the best. The St. Paul's uh, Firehouse Subs has a cheesesteak <laughs> that is to die for. Uh, the Des Moines. Oh my lord, you get one out of Des Moines, and yeah, if he named a specific place. I think that would that would take the troll even further. Here he mm. just yeah he, he gave up the the cookies too soon. Cousin like, Subs cheesesteak, that's not too bad. He he could have said cousin Subs cheesesteak. That like, is that a Milwaukee steak? Who was it? Cousin Sub? Oh, I hey, I don't know. It's a, it's like Subway. It's crap. You know, but it's 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 a little better than Subway. It's a little better. I thought you talking about like a real place, man. Like uh... it's a little better than Subway. It's a little better, a little better. I I just think that he is obviously trying to just troll. I mean, good for him. He's got again. These players don't take this seriously. So why should we? 
Right. And then when you say something like this, obviously it is to troll people who have an unhealthy obsession and pride in, you know, cheesesteaks, which. Yeah, like it goes without saying. Goes without saying. He, yeah, he's <laughs> one of them. He's one of them. Yeah, is he in the room with us now, Grum? Um... Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But what I will say is clearly. Juju probably went to Pat's and Geno's, and that's where he, like, oh, like, that's where you go. But that's not where you go. Like, you just don't go there. They're horrible people, which, I mean, who who else? But, you know, they're just food just not worth what they're charging. But they get the, you know, because they're across the street from each other. And ESPN Monday Night Football will send somebody out during the day and be like, mm. there's Pat's and Geno's earlier. Like, home of cheesesteaks. And it's like, but there's other better places to go to. But. Yeah, they, like uh, well, who who's got the best steak uh, for your money, Grun? I would say Jim's. Uh, I would say Del Sandro's. I'd say Fink's. Uh, just some, those are probably my top three. I really like those three. I've heard of Fink's, so Fink's must be good. Yeah, I've only on. heard of Gino, so I know it must be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can go Steve's Prince of Steaks. Um, I mean, that's humble. He didn't call himself the King of Steaks. He called himself the Prince of Steaks. So yeah, he's like, I, he's like, they're good, but. They're not the best. I'm not going to lie to you. Honest um, marketing. I got a B-plus cheesesteak for you. Take it or leave it. Yeah. They're saying, yeah, those are the social media uh, steak. Like, the places, yeah, any ESP, any, if there's a big Thursday night game uh, in Philly, like college football, for, college anything, really, any reason to send the people out, those are the ones I've heard of, and I know they must be terrible. I'm seeing Woodrow's in chat, Apollo's. Mm-hmm. John's, uh, yeah, John's roast, roast pork. You could yeah. say any name in the chat right now, and we'd be like, right. yep, yep, yep. That's uh, Nicobe's, yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> Nicobe's is the best steak in the land. Uh, but it's because every there's all you know, it's all if your local place has your favorite ones, but in Philly, right. like they all there's a very distinct way you make a Philadelphia cheesesteak that only Philadelphia makes, and as pretentious as that sounds, like. There's a certain kind of bread. There's a certain kind of meat, certain kind of cheese, certain kind of, you know, this and that. Whereas the further out you get from Philly where it gets harder to get, especially the, the rolls, that's where it kind of falls apart. Because then they're they like, grow oh, them in Philly? You think we can't get, yeah. can't get some yeah, they, bread they, over they, here? <laughs> not, not Amorosa's rolls. I'm telling you that right now. You're just not getting them. You, you, so. oh, you, you only get them there, huh? You think I can't get them over here? You I'm, you I'm, yeah. You're not buying at school? <laughs> you think I can't call up Charlie's and have him get some Omarosa's rolls or whatever it was? I could call Wawa today and have those rolls in my, <laughs> yeah. my door by dinner See, time, man. It, that's the fall of Wawa because they used to get Omarosa's rolls and then they started getting too big for themselves. So now they're getting like the mass produced bread. And big bread does not make good bread. You know, so okay. Now, now you spitting there. Um, yeah, they, it's like saying Scoob couldn't get a nice slice of cheese up in Wisconsin, man. <laughs> hey, gotta, uh... hey, remember that one time I did go to the Walgreens at one time, and they said there was a milk shortage. So they, I don't know what's going on in this state. It's I think it's tough business everywhere, but now nah, Grum just went a. Uh, uh, Anytime somebody from New York posts a picture of a bodega, it's just like other people just won't understand. Um, <laughs> we have stores on our corner, man. Y'all, you plebes just wouldn't get it. I'm not, again, uh, at the risk of sounding pretentious, you're just not getting the kind of bread that Philadelphia is getting. And I clearly, I mean, it's there's something in the bread for us. So, I'm going to have to do a cheesesteak tour of Philadelphia. 
want to do a bread tour now. That's been done before. I want the Philly. <laughs> Y'all eat the cheesesteaks. I'm here for the bread. I want one. Yeah, hold everything. I'm only here for the. You said the, the Omarosa roll. Omarosa, Omarosa rolls. Yep. Yeah. Can we get a picture of an Omarosa roll, Scoob? I want to see the. I want to yeah, see the real deal. Yeah. Um. We're gonna have a real one and a fake one. Have Grum point them apart like people do fake Jordans. Like look under the tongue. This should be two stitches instead of three. Uh, this should not be connected like a hot dog bun. Okay. Doing the blind the blind test and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> that one just immediately without even eating the Amorosa's roll. Yeah, look at those. Oh, that's perfection. All right, you could get okay. it on Amazon. Whether you, whether you like it or not, that's perfection. Yeah, and but your place, but your places around outside of Philly aren't getting them for whatever reason, and that's on them. I'm just saying. Going to the local sandwich shop, and you guys gotta check out this Amazon. They got some rolls on there. I, Highly recommended. Look, I'm gonna start BYOB, man. I'm gonna walk <laughs> in my favorite sub place and throw the Amarosa. No, nah, you make it out for that. Um, <laughs> look, my sandwich is gonna be much cheaper. They'll look, the they'll look at you yeah. differently, but you will be there's a benefit to doing that. Bring, bring your own bread, you know, and then be like, can you make this your sandwich, but with this <laughs> bread, please? And yeah, they're gonna look at you. Maybe accost you, maybe yell at you to get out of their place, but eventually you'll find somebody who goes, "All right, I'll see what the big deal is," and then you have an extra one to give to them, and then they order, you know, and then the supply chain's going. Big yeah, you scratch big my win. back, I scratch yours with a I'm a roll so roll. <laughs> going to the steakhouse, bringing my own steak. Like, could you guys cook this up for me? Brought this from yeah, home. Cook. Well, I was, <laughs> order the steak. I brought my own veggies. Just pull out the pocket <laughs> potato, like the. Uh, the Chiefs fans, some asparagus I had in my pocket. Um, no, uh, medium well. Medium well is fine. I just, I'll, I'll get started here until you all are done. Um, they saying the water's different, man. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't okay. want your water to be love, different. You don't want your water to be different. That's not a good thing. I love, look, that extra fluoride hits, the extra iron, raw iron. My bones are strong, you know? <laughs> my teeth are they're too strong. I'm drinking too much tap water. Um, from the city, sure. I see. I see sounds and hear colors, but I I'm, I got strong bones. <laughs> Nobody else got six fingers growing. Okay, um, no, another glass for me, I suppose. Uh, what was what, we had some more media day quotes or quotables, didn't we? It was the Juju one. Oh, there's another Sirianni one. Somebody asked Sirianni, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." If the game was a must-win, the final game of the season. Is it? I mean, let's hear Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I, I don't know if it's the same person that always asks it, but I know it's definitely been a thing asked, and I don't. It, I think it's much funnier when they just don't go with it at all. Like sometimes they're like, "Oh, they pick up on it." Like that's what you're hoping, and Sirianni's like, "Yes, it is a must win. It is the last game of the season." Come better. You got to come, you know, like they're preparing for a big game. This is, this is the press's Super Bowl. You know, this is the moment right. you get to sit down and, you know, they, they can't go anywhere because if they will, they're going to get fined. I mean, we know that from Marshawn Lynch. So, hey, Sirianni, I'm going to ask you redundant questions that are a waste of everybody's time. And, you know, I know there's actual reporters who are like, that was the question you had all day. You had all week. You knew you were coming here. A year. It's the same week every year. You know exactly when this is going to be. Like, <laughs> hey, is this a must-win game? No, it's not. Like, it's absolutely not. My life will be fine if I don't win the Super Bowl. 
the city of Philadelphia will not consider me public enemy number one if we no 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 like maybe ask that to somebody you know like L A like you know Sean McVay because L A just keeps going on whatever right but I mean you're gonna ask the Philadelphia Eagles head coach whether this game is a must win why of course it's a must win what what don't waste your time ask a better question maybe they're being fed these questions like they just need it for a headline like they can put later Sirianni <laughs> says it's a must win they're wearing game. a wearing a bug uh <clears throat> is this a must win game coach uh <laughs> we're getting it from headquarters I, w- I would ask them what their blackjack strategy is or their or, or their roulette strategy i would ask for either of those either of those yeah what's uh what questions will we ask? We're, we're we're yelling at the little J journalists. What questions uh, would you have for Sirianni? Grum, Scoob, chat. I'm I'm trying to think of. Well, I got what two. I'd ask. I got two. One yeah. favorite wrestler growing up. I mean, that's an <laughs> easy one. You know, that's an easy one for me to ask. And two, who's a better defender? You know, Isaiah Thomas with a gun or Kawhi Leonard, prime <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. That's the other question I'm asking. You know, they're they they got to be cross sports fans. You would think so. Where I mean, Sirianni. He's, Where's he from? I know he's like died in Philly since he's been there, but where's he from? Do we know? Um, let me Let's see. Let's see where Siri. Let me get. Can I take a guess? I Vermont, uh, just somewhere random. I feel like it's cold and random. I'm mm. going Vermont. No, no. I was I was right with the state. He Jamestown, New York. Yes. Okay, I knew it was. No- he's very northeast. Yeah. But Where's Jay? Is that like upstate New York? Is that basically Canada, New York, or is that uh, Bodega, New York? Southern Chattaqua County. Oof. Interesting. I don't know where that is. Yeah, it's like know. it's it's close to like it's a it's the almost the corner of New York. It's next to Erie, basically, Pennsylvania. So it's right. It's okay. Not too far from Lake Erie, so, south of Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. It's like in between okay. Buffalo okay. and Cleveland. Okay, so other New York, I got you. Um, what would you ask him, school? Okay. What are you asking? I mean, Sirianni and Nick. What are you? What are you asking the head coaches? I guess I should say. Um, geez, I don't even know. Um, the first thing that popped in my head is like, uh, are you, but you couldn't ask this at the Super Bowl because it's it's too long winded. You could ask whatever you want, man. You got him now, like Grum said. You there now? You're not gonna walk away. Okay. You got him. Okay, so mine would be, you wake up, you wake up for the biggest day of your life, like you got an interview or something, and you're naked and there's no clothes anywhere in your house and you can't cancel. What do you do? That's a great question. It is. I mean, I I don't get the job. I get or I show a butt naked. <laughs> Like those are, why can't I cancel this interview? I guess that's my question. I got the, the uncancelable. You got no. I'm talking you, to Jim Irsay. You got no clothes. And you got no phone. Your phone's gone. Your computer's gone. You got nothing. You got no way to cancel. You got no, no way to hope, cancel. No cash. No balls. No nothing. You're either showing up unannounced. No, you're all balls. That's a problem. <laughs> you're either showing up unannounced or you're, you're showing up wearing someone else's clothes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I. I guess I get a job when I have a phone and clothes and. <laughs> 
I'm thinking about it now. That's a great question to ask, like at the combine. You know, I, I was gonna say I, I need to like, see how you think. Yeah, right. 100%. Like that's a good question to ask at the combine or whatnot. Not what they actually ask or what they can no longer ask, but like, <laughs> you know, like, hey, is this a must-win draft? Like, I just want to see these reporters go to the combine and ask these level of basic questions. <laughs> to be like, hey, you know, Will Levins, is this a must-draft draft? Yeah, do, are you a like if you don't go first round, do you die? Uh, I'll hang up and listen. I think I'd ask red pill or blue pill, like the old oh, like, yes. blue pill is you get was it five or million, five million, ten million something mm-hmm. right now. Red pill is you go back to the age of six with all the knowledge you have now. And I'm just like Andy Reid, red pill or blue pill. I think Andy Reid would take the red. I think he would go back to be six years old. He'd still have the yeah. mustache and the hat for some reason. But he drawed on himself. He's like I, a State Farm commercial. I think Sirianni's like I take both. I take the purple pill. I take I, I, I take them both out of your hand at the same time and take them both. I'm six years old with ten million dollars cash and all the knowledge. I and, and all the knowledge. I take over the world. Um, oh, how do you like your steak cooked? I feel like that's a. That could get people off the draft board, mm-hmm. though. That could get off my draft board, fired from their job. Yeah, I mean, I was like, Jay, what's your most controversial opinion? You're trying to get people. Can't, you do not want to know people's most controversial uh, <laughs> opinion. There'd be things that they like. That's not an opinion. That that's a schism of some sort. Uh, that's not really your opinion. Be like uh, Nick Sirianni, uh, Grum of the TWS. Um, is it Yanni or is it Laurel? Like. <laughs> I'll I'll take the question off air. Like, yeah, I just pass the mic around. Um, <laughs> I'm trying, coach. What do you do during Saturday nights during the football season? Uh, football. That's gonna be the answer to. Yeah. That's a that's a setup, Isaac. Nice try. You want them to say something? You want them to say they have a life, interest in their their family, hobbies? Not taking that bait. I think I if I could just show them the graphic of the like the ten thousand rats or six lions or. Eight grizzly bears. That was definitely a combine. Yeah, what combine question would you have? I would absolutely ask a, like every single person I interview. Who are you taking? I need to, I, again. I need to see your your thought process. What would be the ideal answer for you? Like if you're the coach and you're sitting down with with uh, Will Anderson and you show him the you show him the picture of the rats and the lions and the gorillas. What are you hoping Will Anderson says? Two Will Andersons. <laughs> Mm. And that's when I, that's when I say, son, welcome to Houston. Uh, <laughs> hand him the jersey right now, thirty-one. Uh, if he says anything other than two of himself, I feel like that's the uh, the only answer. He's just him. That's just him giving the other side a chance. You know, like you know, give one Will Anderson. If you give Will Anderson a ten thousand rats, I, hell to the earth like how far out into the reach of the galaxy are we is will anderson taking control of the universe i think they would eat the sun i think will anderson and Ten Thousand rats would definitely eat the sun uh yeah fight the horse-sized chicken or ticket 20 chicken-sized horses i know they used to like they would just hand you like a jar of jelly beans and be like how do you how many do you think are in here it's like we just need to like how are you with scale and guessing what's your thought process are you even going to try? Because if somebody looks at it, just like a million. Um, it's like, I can respect. You don't care about this shit question at all. <laughs> and then I'll make some notes and move, move you up on my draft board. Uh, Scoob, what were you asking at the combine? Um, I, 
I like our old school one with the the orangutan with the sword. Would you rather fight an orangutan with the sword once a year or a chicken every time you get into your car? So I like that one. Grum, where where are you staying on that one? I so this this is I am going with I, I'm taking a chicken uh, because it's just a chicken. First Correct. off, lunch. Second off, Correct. You know, it's in a car, right? Or like, and then the question comes: like, am I, am I, do I have the sword to fight against the orangutan? Does the orangutan have the sword? I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to take the chicken and have free lunch every day. I don't got to worry about lunch anymore. Sure, there might be some feathers, but you just put some like liner down after the first day. You'll be all right. I'm saying, like, if I'm fighting it every time I get in my car, I'll, I'll get better at this. (laughs) I'll get better. Uh, we were saying school. Jam told me that uh, orangutans can speak, but they don't because then we put them to work. That's what they think. That's it. Why you're not paying taxes, orangutan? Then you you don't have nothing to say. Then that's interesting. Yeah, Chuck said, "Did we ever conclude who gets the sword?" I always took it as the orangutan having the sword, but again, I one it doesn't matter because I'm taking the chicken, and two, if you have the sword, you're not going to have it for long. Uh, you can start with the sword. I don't think you're going to end with the sword. I think you have to start with the sword. If the orangutan is the sword, you don't stand a chance. You know, your only what, chance is getting the sword. What if he's swinging it for Jesus, though, school? <laughs> what? What? If, yeah. What? <laughs> Grum, where did you find the um, power hour? <laughs> the, uh... My my timeline is chaotic. I have uh, wrestling, Twitch, Sixers, Twitter, Eagles. I got too much. Uh, I actually got this. Uh, uh, the good Pastor Solomon, Missouri, retweeted it because he said he almost lost a, a member of the parish. <laughs> it's I, I I saw it and I was like, we have to talk about this. I have this has to be the thing I send. Can we? Uh, yeah, can we see this? Let's go. Oh, yeah, it's a little loud. Sorry, Chad. It's a sword play and speaking in tongues for Jesus. And there's a man <laughs> going double hand, like he's choking up on the sword. He's 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 ready to put it out of a uh, Citizens Bank Park. Let's see. And then there's another guy holding what seems to be a shield, and he is screaming in the back. He's, he's speaking in tongues. All right, here we go. Brett Crusher is going crazy. <laughs> Yo, Goldberg, man. Whoa, that was, <laughs> that, was a little, that was a little too close for comfort, man. My favorite thing is the guy with the shield isn't the only one speaking in tongues. The woman in the background pacing back and forth is is in stride with him. Yeah, how y'all both speaking in tongues? Hey, lady. (laughs) The fact that this came on my timeline a day after the Grammys, where Sam Smith and Kim Petras had their performance, and everybody was up in arms about that. I, I don't know who. That's what I want to know. Who do you have in a fight? These two or Sam Smith and Kim Petras? Who gets the sword? Uh, it's in the middle. They have to. They have to get race towards the sword. I mean, this is Bill Goldberg. I think I think That's... he's 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 spearing Kim Petras and Sam Smith both off the rip, one with each arm, and it's over. He gets the sword. He gets to the sword first, but he slides it over to their side. It's like you'll need this. Um, Why are they in an old Sam's warehouse? Like, 
that's not a that's not a church it's a warehouse that's where you go to get like bulk orders of toilet paper why like what did they do and where how are there no boundaries this i thought this was gonna be the thing where in movies where you, you think the sword doesn't get the guy he just stands still and just slides apart uh just cut completely in half this is a close call. how big is that sword man that... he don't look like a short man and that thing is like what feet up some feet over his head that's, with that's... the handle that's a claymore with the emphasis on more. Like there is a <laughs> lot. It's a lot of sword. That's Valerian steel, man. He is this what Jesus wanted for us? I, I can't say he didn't. Like I can't. Let's, I think we got to ask Oscar Sheebway, uh what what Jesus really wants for us, school, because he's uh, he talked to him a lot. Apparently, apparently, apparently. Yeah, this was. <laughs> This was I saw people mention this during the Kentucky game, who did, uh, Kentucky Florida, the other day. I usually don't listen to college broadcasts, so I, but I saw people on the timeline like, wait, what was that story with Oscar about? And didn't quite catch it. And the story was that the broadcast just said Oscar Sheboy thinks that God sends him visions, and he had a dream that the team had a tragedy, so he refused to get on the team plane for a road trip and had to be talked into it by coaches. It's just par for the course, man. This is a regular day, school, but your Tuesday flight. I feel, I would feel the same way if I had a if I had a dream if I had a dream like this. You'd have to convince me. I'd be freaked out. I mean, I'll say this: if whatever coach does the convincing is like you, God said the plan. God told him the plane was going to land, but Calipari was like, "No, it's not." Now, Oscar, listen. Oscar, listen to Calipari. God on the hot seat. Maybe he thinks uh, Calipari was sent by God to sway him. You know, like his. Uh, I and I sent you this, but now I'm sending you a messenger. It's all right. You can go. I, I mean, I'll say that like he eventually, I guess, got on the plane. But now, now I'm scared for the rest of the team flights, man. Yeah. What if? What if it wasn't that flight? What if there's there's a lot of flights this year? I mean, every everyone. Maybe he just meant like us playing a good team again maybe that was the tragedy so i that i don't know i don't put words in his mouth i wasn't there i didn't hear the vision some of us aren't gonna make it back from the field house this game there's some of us not gonna make it to march boys <laughs> um not my team no y'all be cool the uh, the thing that i thought was uh the most interesting is 20 years ago they released final destination 2 and i when i read this i said hey wait a second this is the plot to the first Final Destination. So, in a couple weeks, do we get another player saying that they had a vision of, like, a log truck falling apart on the highway on the way to the game? And then you have to ask yourself, is the simulation broken? And I think it is, I think it is because, like... <laughs> or, or is it working exactly as it's intended to work? Maybe. Is it broken or is it working too well? Like, I, it's just... If you have a like having a vision, the dream that the team had a tragedy on that, like that is a actual like thing where you know you're just you're you know, anxious going to sleep. There's a lot on your mind. Things happen, but like got talked into it, went on the road trip, and then like where do you go from there? Because then you're like, well, now I can't believe these visions anymore. But what if it's a good one? Like now, what if he gets a vision that he gets the winning lottery ticket? 
and he's like, these are the numbers, but I can't trust these. I can't trust this anymore. Does he I go need to somebody else to play him. Yeah, Cal, <laughs> play, Cal. <laughs> play these numbers, and Cal hits a $868 million Powerball. Cal was like, all right, we're back up on the cup. John Wall, Anthony Davis, 2.0. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, now we're, I'm buying y'all some more eligibility. Are we nervous at all about him saying God sends him visions? That's a little weird. I thought everybody to talk to God would say that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the whole, like, Deion Sanders thing. Like, God told me to go to Boulder, Colorado and take over one win. This is, no, he told, he told me in this year right here. Mm -hmm. so, the sword guy had a vision. He had a vision. He didn't have much vision because he almost killed somebody, but I was he gonna had say, a he, vision. <laughs> he took that guy in the blue shirts vision, like, get Mr. Beast on the phone, but... Is that like God's visions per se? Nah, this feel like it's par for the course. Also, this I don't know when this was. This, but the the game at Florida was in Kentucky. I feel like we've had a couple like home games. So I don't know if this is for the next road game. It was uh, the St. Peter's game. Someone said before that game. Oh, uh, okay. Well, listen now. Well, then that was the tragedy. That's just like the 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 orangutan thing. It was fighting orangutan once a year. Right with the sword, wasn't it? So it's like, okay, yeah. once it happens, you know what happened for the oh, that was the tragedy. We can fly now, boys. We're we we're all set. Uh they just crashed and burned on the court instead. Uh taking for R. Smith said DMP nightmares, DMP night terrors. Yeah. Like. <laughs> DMP screaming woke up the entire uh, Wildcat Lounge. Uh not a single player slept more than 45 minutes. Kentucky had to cancel the game, I'm afraid. Also, still see people giving the Sam Smith measurements, and uh, apparently Sam Smith would just win the Royal Rumble from what, Look, they, from what Chad is telling me. They would. I I would put my money on Sam Smith. They they were they they've got the tenacity. You know, they could probably eliminate Cody Rhodes easily. I just right over the top rope, man. Um, what else do we have? Uh, oh yeah, what the we got some more Super Bowling or Media Day in school? What's this one? Wait. You're not the only one. Well, I just wanted to say man to man. I'm sorry. Cool. <laughs> what does that do for him? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, for people that could, this was a, a reporter in Jalen Hurts. The reporter said, I got to admit, I didn't think the Eagles would get to the Super Bowl with you as their quarterback. Jalen Hurts said, You're not the only one. Reporter said, So I just wanted to tell you man to man, I'm sorry. Jalen Hurst said, cool. Like, what? What's he supposed to say to this? That's so corny. That's, oh my God, my, my soul left my body. That was so cringe. Wait, what's Jalen Hurts supposed to oh, Man, I, I've been fighting to prove you wrong. Like, only you. And I don't think about my teammates. I don't want to win the Super Bowl to win it. I, I've been thinking about you, reporter, man. And now that this weight has been lifted off my shoulders, I don't have anything to fight for. Are you scared that Jalen Hurts has checked out of the fight now, Grom? This close oh. to the This close to battle? Quite, quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. He's so focused. He's on the same mentality that I talked about Alshon Jeffrey having, which is, I don't care about this. This is all fluff. I'm, I'm here to play football and win a championship. That's what, like, again, you got Jalen Hurts in front of you, somebody who has a very interesting story of triumph in, in professionally, triumph and tri like, hey, got benched in the national championship game, had to sit on the pine, then had his number called because the guy he got benched for got hurt helps his team out then he goes to oklahoma proves bets on himself that it's not just alabama 
And then he's in the Heisman finalist. He loses, but he gets drafted in the second round to a place that already ha seemingly had a quarterback that they were invested in. And now here he is in the Super Bowl. And the question you want to be, the, the, what you want to say to him is, hey, man, I was wrong about you. It's not about you, random person. It's about, you know. Never was. Like, you know, like, like I don't know. It's It's got the same energy of like a 16-year-old a, a going up to LeBron James and going like, you know what? I was wrong to boo you. <laughs> I thought you sucked. <laughs> Actually, you're all right. Like, you uh, know, hmm. like, I, it's, I don't know. I just, no, I'm not worried at all. Like, he's locked in. Eagles by 40. Maybe. Yeah, I was say yeah, yeah, you better attach yeah. to maybe a lot of points. Lot, yeah, uh, a lot of points. All right, maybe twenty, maybe twenty. There, we, yeah, something respectable. I also, getting like this, this wasn't a question, right? I thought you, I, I thought you sucked, Jalen Hurts. I didn't. I'm sorry, I thought you sucked. Not a question. Uh, I love how you could you just so? see in his eyes when he says "cool." He's just like, um, oh, "fuck you." He's just like. Whatever, like, why are you? It was like not, not even fuck. It's like I, I don't even know who you are to be saying fuck you, man. It reminds me of uh, right, right. You remember when Shaq told Donovan Mitchell he was like, I, it's like I think he, it's when he was still in Utah. I can't remember the yeah. Could you pull that up for me, Scoob? I just want to see what he exactly said. It's Shaq and Donovan Mitchell, and he's basically like, I don't think you all are good. Like I don't think you all have that dog in you, basically, and I don't think the boys are that nice. And Donovan Mitchell was just like, okay. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what these athletes are supposed to say. To the, do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about, Grum? Do you remember? That yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th I believe he said it was after Donovan had like a, a a hell of a game. I think he had like 40 points, and Shaq's like, up. okay, yeah, go go ahead. Yeah, let's listen. I, to it. I said tonight that uh, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose. I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? All right. That's it. That's it? Right, that's it. Okay, cool. I, I mean, I wanted you to hear it. I've been hearing, well, Shaq, I've been hearing that since my rookie year. You know, I'm just going to get okay, better and well, do what I do. Good. At the end well, of the day. Well, that's what I wanted you to hear you say. Yes, Love sir. your game, brother. Keep it up. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think, you know, in spite of what. Yeah, way to show that, yeah, I'm a fan of your game, been following you. I wanted to say I don't. I, in oh, fact, I, I don't think you're really all that good. Um, you're not really that cold. Like Shaq's done this before. He did it. Him and Chuck do it. Had did it to Joel Embiid when Joel was becoming who he's becoming. Where they're like, you know, you got to be a big fella, establish your dominance, and to the point where Joel's like, you're not like I. I hear you. I I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing, and then went and did it, and they're like, yeah, we we motivated Joel, and it's like, <laughs> so it's basically like Shaq's like push, positioning himself as the the marketer he is to be like. Donovan, I was either right about Donovan Mitchell not being able to make it, or I motivated Donovan Mitchell to make it. And it's just like, he was already, the thing is, he had already made it. Like, he was a multi-time all-star right. at this point. And, you know, his team, sure, they, the, the the Jazz never quite accomplished much, um, but they were a contending team where they're like, oh, people were like, they're the best non-Warriors team, or they're the best non-Warriors But They were the ones, Rockets. I think this year, they were the one seed in the West. Like, and to be like, hey, I don't believe in you. <laughs> it's like, what? First off, why are you saying it on TV? Say it in person, right. you know? Like, say it like, hey, like, great game, you know? I think you can take another level. Like, no, I just straight up don't believe in you. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay, I don't believe you, uh, 25 point a game 
guy, like you said, multiple time All Star guy, got his team to the one seed and would go on to score seventy one points in an NBA game. Shaq don't; those aren't real big man numbers, Donovan Mitchell. You need to get real big twenty five, ten, and six blocks, Donnie Mitchell. Yeah, Chuck made a good point in chat earlier. He said that Shaq needs to get his ass whooped. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of what he says comes from the the place of no one can kick my ass. Sometimes. He's right. Yeah, he is right. <laughs> he is right. Now, mind you, Shaq has been in wrestling rings, and he has often been the largest man in those rings, save for one time where the Big Show was there. So, you know, I'm maybe Roman Reigns, Shaq. Maybe we can get that ready sometime soon. I think Roman. Re- I like Roman Reigns' odds, but once I saw Francis, uh, uh, Francis and kind of just pick him up, just one leg, like. Uh, taking his nephew to see a concert or something. I was like, okay, that's something. But uh, yeah, let's see if we give uh, Francis picking up Shaq way too easily, even for Shaq. Cause which I, uh, there's no way this has ever happened to Shaq. I was doing a nobody fan. I'll pick you up. <laughs> Look at the hands on his shirt. Oh, no. If you can pause it when Shaq's hands on his shirt. Yeah, he's. Yeah, hire daddy. Um, okay, here we go. He said, I ain't shaking your hand. Look, that one right there. That's Dear fear. life. That, that's fear and sh- as a As a large human being myself, when somebody <laughs> smaller than me picks me up and I'm like, oh, 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 I'm not used to being off the ground. Yeah, no, that's, that is a face of do not drop me because I will die. See, nah, it couldn't be me. I when my girl picked me up like that and put me in the car. I I put my hands up like a roller coaster. Like dude, we having big fun. Whee! After she picks big up, the, yeah. after she yeah. picks up the check too. Wow. <laughs> after she pick up my car keys and drive us home because I had half an angry orchard. Uh, this her carrying me out of the uh, <laughs> the back of Sully's. Um, now nah, Shaq is like flexing. He's got like full grip. He's like, no, you understand if we fall. It's over. Like not just for us too, for like maybe the universe, like the the seismic shifts <laughs> that will occur if we both fall. Rumor and is Francis can... is like, yeah, I'm not gonna drop you. I, I can check my phone with my other hand. Like we're good here. Rumor is that you can still see Shaq's fingertips in Francis's <laughs> shoulders. <laughs> I think Francis he should just do this to Shaq every once in a while. What if he just walked out on the set of Inside the NBA, just just torture racked him. Just set, just set him back down. Uh, just to keep him, keep him honest. Just keep him honest. Or is that how Shaq should be brought out for every episode? Just Francis carries him out by one leg, puts him down. <laughs> <laughs> like King Mabel, like he's just got tired people. He's, he, yeah, he's racing Kenny to the board, but my underdog has to come out and pick a underdog. Take me to the board. And he takes Shaq to the board. What if they're racing to the board and Francis just jumps out and shoulder checks Kenny for Shaq and Shaq's like, that's my friend. That's my friend Francis. <laughs> you don't throw throw 20 and 10 at him. You don't throw me at him. Uh, <laughs> he just throws Shaq at Charles Barkley and they have to call in who the National Guard. I don't know who would just be like, no, nah, come on. we Come on, Francis. Calm down, man. Zip it. Just, just be cool. I'm surprised Shaq let this footage get out as I think of it. It's a Shaq life in the corner. This should have been burned like uh, also got the Jordan TNT. Crawford. 
I thought I thought Shaq had the sway at, T- at Turner. How are they putting this out too? Like, this <laughs> Barkley gets final say. Yeah, Barkley <laughs> like, no, it's it stays. Uh, what do we have any other? Oh yeah, did we see what was going on with Kofi waving the uh, Kofi Kingston and his green flag uh, difficulties, bro? So uh, Kofi Kingston, WWE former WWE champion uh, and half a third of the New Day. Uh, faction, one of the greatest factions in WWE history. They're at, at Los Angeles at the Coliseum for NASCAR's event, the uh, Clash at the Coliseum or whatever it's called. I'm not sure. But because WWE is partnered up with Fox and NASCAR's on Fox, they've got the cross-brand synergy stuff going on. So they had Kofi and Xavier Woods of the New Day there to wave the, the green flag. And Kofi, um, very excited. He was talking about it before how he was excited that he had something easy to do for one of these, just because he <laughs> all he had to do was wave a green flag. Hold the flag one, wave the flag two, That's three all he uh, to do. <laughs> complete mission. Yeah. Team champions, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, the new day starts off with the green. He's, He's holding the flag. Oh, he passed. I didn't realize he passed it over. Guy said, you're not waving it enough for me. And then there they are. They're just so like Woods, Xavier Woods whipping it. Like I want Xavier, give Xavier Woods the sword against that guy. You know, they're speaking tongues. I think we have a class. That's, that's pay-per-view buys. I'm booking it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think he, I think he holds his own with the flag, to be honest. He, he got some real, uh, getting some velocity with that thing. Like, it's just, it was so, I, when that came across, like, I saw that today, and I, it's just, first off, so much joy in in their, in Kofi's face of like, yeah, yeah, wave it, what? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll do it. <laughs> but then I thought about, like, what are, like, some simple things that, like, responsibilities that you can't mess up, but you would just be overwhelmed by the moment, like, Doing the coin, the, being the the coin flipper for the Super Bowl came to my oh, mind. Yeah. Like, all you that thing do- going up over my shoulder, man. In the grass, they would never find it. We'd never know who who gets the ball first. No, uh, you know, like I, I like that came to my mind. Um, some other ones came to my mind. What, about, what do you got, Scoop? Uh, ringing like uh, ringing the bell, like Philly does. They have someone ring the bell. Mm. I, I I would hit that, and it would make no sound. It would just be like. Dude. It'd be the cartoon thing where it shakes up through your arms. <laughs> it would physically hurt me. I'm like, ah. That's me. And uh, at the Atlanta United games, they do like they, they hammer the spike before games. It's like I it would slip out of my hand. I would break my knee. I would hit it like as hard as I could. And the thing just would not budge. It would not go as intended. They were like, you're not even supposed to really hit it. It goes down on its own. And I feel like I would mess that part up. The other one that came to my mind was because of you, Tyler. The you know signaling the Gallerhorn. I feel like I because of the the <laughs> legacy of the Gallerhorn. I'd be so overwhelmed that I would forget that I have to call the Gallerhorn and uh, would just be up there going, yeah. And it's like I, you gotta go in. I was like, what? Oh, I, I gotta got, put my know. mouth on it. Y'all don't get no guard, no uh, rubber on it or nothing. He put his mouth on this too. Yeah, I'm, the guy who shot this. and killed Osama bin Laden. I think that's where that's where I get lost in the moment. They be giving me the cue. I'm like, man, 
the retired U.S. Navy SEAL that fired the shots and killed Osama bin Laden, uh, Robert J. O'Neill stood just here. By the end, like the first quarter started, man, I would have missed my mark. I'd be banished from Minnesota and never, never be asked back. Um, like they're just like, hey, uh, you're supposed to, you were supposed to do it, at, you know, at the beginning. You got to get you down. Can I do it after halftime? Like, you guys, yeah, can we this? see how this goes? Um, <laughs> can we just keep this going? I can I after every touchdown, maybe. Yeah. Doing the ceremonial puck drop at a hockey game and just falling and eating shit and having to be scraped off the ice. Mm. Even with the red carpet, like, rolled out for you? Uh, they just roll you up in it, man. I would just stay down on the ground for real. <laughs> like, I'm not getting up. Get the Zamboni. <laughs> There's that little bit at the end where you gotta go on the ice there, that little bit. And the second I stepped, I would fucking whoop, fall back, crack my head, blood everywhere. Gotta, gotta call an ambulance. Game is canceled. Yeah. Me carrying the Olympic torch. I do phone vibrates in my pocket. I drop it. Uh, the Coliseum is now on fire. I'm like, ah, boy. I don't, why do I have my phone on me? Um, Riding in the Zamboni, I think, would be like, I'd completely forget that I'm supposed to like not, entertain. Awesome. If I'd love to do it, but it'd be like one of the things where you're supposed to like, hey, you're supposed to like wave at everybody and be like, look at me. I'm no, me and I'll be like, how does that work? So, so. So you got two breaks? Like is yeah, it about push this? We just eject. Uh, <laughs> I, I was watching bull riding uh, on Sunday, sure. and they had a guy, one of the rodeo clowns, who was retiring, and they literally did. They had people in the 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 signs saying like Flynn is the goat. Uh, they had signs saying that true. he was dancing on top of one of the boxes. He was dancing, and it said "retiring at the end of the season" while he danced. It was it was what, something else. Did they ask him his post retirement plans? We'll take a break in a second. But what the what, what did the post what's retirement look like? I, I, a rodeo clown. I wish they would have, but it was just him dancing. I think he was just <laughs> no interview, no interview with the clown, no interview with the clown. We might got to get scuba boots down to Texas to see what ha what happens after a rodeo clown hangs up the uh, the big shoes and nose. One he just puts the nose on the wall one last time. Mascara runs uh, fade to takes black. The, takes the wig off, puts it on. Yes. <laughs> the whole like looking in the mirror like I'm a clown. He's just looking at that one last time. Just a, a single tear rolls down his cheek. He gets he gets an ass sewed onto his assless chaps so he can wear them out in public. <laughs> It's like you're you're it's like uh when you file your retirement papers, like you really want to file these, that means it's official. He's like, no. Sew them up. Sew them up. Instead of getting a watch, you know, he gets, you know, just a little bit more health insurance because his body has been through hell. <laughs> oh no, he's done. He their premiums gotta be off the <laughs> off here's, the chart, man. <laughs> instead of the the here's your the kneecap you're gonna need in a couple of years. Here you go. Yeah, we just give you piece by piece what you've given to us. Um literally, you gave us piece by piece. Your uh, heart, body, and soul. Mm. Yeah, gigantic shoes to fill, as Jay Bird would say. Go to hell. <laughs> um, let us take a five-minute break. Grum, you got some time to uh, hang out with the boys? Sure, yeah. I got more time in me. Let's get some thumbs up going on the YouTube. Subscribe and chat. We'll come back and uh, let's do a little Super Bowl previewing. Boys say we talked through the game with our resident Eagles fan. So thumbs up on the tube, subscribe and chat. Five minute break. We'll catch you after the break. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for tapping in with myself and the gang, hitting that thumbs up on the YouTube, subscribing so you could join us in chat. Scoob's here. Grum is here. 
And we got a little Super Bowl preview to get to. I mentioned the top of the first hour. We'll be off the rest of this week. But everybody waits till Friday for the Super Bowl preview. Why wait? The game's still Sunday. You know what I mean? So uh, it's the Chiefs. It's the Eagles. Philly favored one and a half. Favored by one and a half. And the over-under I saw is it still 50 and a half. They have that. Uh, they don't have it here. I was say that's the last one I saw, and I saw the line had bounced between one and one and a half a couple times back and forth, but Philly was always favored. So, what? Well, even before that, can you show me the uh, the tweet of somebody put together where each team got their starters from on both sides of the ball? Here we go, and. Tougher to see the individual names, but just the bigger point is these two teams are good at putting together tits. It's crazy how the two teams in the Super Bowl appear to draft well year after year, Scoob. Is that what I'm is that what I'm supposed to believe? It's funny how that works. And then the guys that they don't draft, they're guys that were known to be good, but just weren't kept by the team beforehand for some reason. Like Slay, Bradbury, uh, Reddick, all those guys. Hargrave, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Yeah. What do you make of this, Grum? Uh, finding other good players on different teams and acquiring them. If they were so good, wouldn't they still be on those teams? Like, you know, like Darius, big play, Slay. What is it? What is he, a pro bowler of some kind before he was in? No, 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 no. He wasn't one of the best corners on an underrated, you know, Detroit Lions defense a couple years. No, 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 no. CJ, GJ. No, he was just some loud, personable character on a Saints defense that people talked about how it got better and better over the last couple years. He was a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, because he's a nice guy. AJ Brown, heavens no, is he that you know 1k in his twitter you know uh handle it's all fluff he's never gone over a thousand yards before like not in a game are you no. kidding me i'd like to, i'd like to see that <laughs> or in a season or yeah. even a season you know like the, the thing that like you know in the offense like it's all drafted it's aj brown and then everybody's drafted and coming around which is beautiful to see but like it's it's just funny that you just see these teams you know, the Chiefs and the Eagles who are very successful at drafting good players, cultivating their good players, and finding like like Tony was not good. <laughs> he was he was they were begging to I know Giants there were I know of some Giants fans that were just like, get him out of here. He's not he's not worth that like cut him now, whatever you can get for him. If you can get a fifth round pick for him, whatever. I don't know what he got traded for. I think it was like a, a fifth know, or a sixth, six, man. Yeah. It was yeah, it was not it, a lot of return. And now he's, you know, the number three, you know, number three receiver for them. And he gets to catch balls from Patrick Mahomes. And it's like, wow, he's actually serviceable. He has value, partly because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. But, he, like, sure, you're going to throw away your trash that isn't necessarily trash, but because the rest of your stuff isn't as good as ours, we're going to believe in our system. And it's just everybody else trying to be the smartest guy in the room and – Howie Roseman and the or the the GM for the Chiefs, I'm drawing a blank on the name, are just content. Scott, somebody is who I have. I don't think it's him anymore, but. Um, yeah, they're just content. Pioli is not, I don't think it's him anymore. Yeah. Brett they're Beach. just content. 
Yeah, they're content with letting everybody think they got the best part of the deal. Like, oh, we got a second round deal for this first. Like, we got a second round pick for Darius Slay. What? <laughs> like, yeah, so we, we weren't going to pay him anyway. It's like, maybe you should have. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you see it everywhere else in the league where like, oh, well, we, we won't pay this him this much because somebody else, you no know, one else will give that money. No, somebody will give some, somebody that money. Like, you know, Lamar Jackson, should he hit the free market and not get franchise tagged for three years in a row, will get paid the money he's looking because he is Lamar Jackson and he wants what he wants. And GMs want to think that they're the smartest people in the room because they know how to add two and two on a calculator. And it's that's not you're giving them a lot, but yeah, I was gonna say I need to see them do it first before they, they get the calculator talk. They haven't uh, quite figured out how to clear all, but they can clear the the first input. That C E throws them <laughs> off. They're like, clear everything? That doesn't yeah, make I don't sense. Know. Cap error. Uh what sticks out to me is basically both teams did it, but in different ways. Like the Eagles were like, okay, we're going to draft our offense and get free agents for the defense. The Chiefs were like, we're going to draft our defense and get free agents for the offense. And it seems to work. And it ain't just because they have Mahomes or even Jalen Hurts, because those guys weren't the first quarterbacks taken in their respective drafts. So it wasn't like these were just, you get those guys and it happens because of that but no they clearly have something that is working and me i think it's a good thing both drafted Personally. both their running backs which means they're and they're both on rookie deals mm-hmm. and now i don't what do you think about b john robson going 10 to the eagles i saw a mock draft yesterday that uh had that i know how much you like I mean, drafting running backs high yeah, so i, I, I wanted to let you yeah, speak no, on um I love it. No, uh, I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm praying like, you know, a couple years ago, I really wanted them the year that they got Devonte Smith two years ago. Now I wanted them to get Jamar chase. Cause he was in that, they were in that range with him. And then they put like three weeks before the draft, they traded away. I'm like, you're just punting on maybe the best, you know, a chance to get the best wide receiver. Devonte Smith might have a super bowl before Jamar chase. So who's to say, but I, like, I would love them to be aggressive. You have some ammo. Go get Will Anderson. Just give, give, get him. Why not? Add him to Jordan Davis, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. Let them just continue to play 20% of the game and just be fine, you know, and just get double digit sacks. Eight people just getting eight sacks a year. It's like, it feels <laughs> yeah. like, feels like, like good business. It's, I, I don't think he's, I, that, I don't think he's probably going to take a, a defensive lineman. Or trade probably most likely trade acquire more first round picks because trade back, yeah because eventually there'll be a guy there'll be an AJ Brown again or there'll be another impact player elsewhere in the on the team that want out and then you would go all right well we'll just trade you these two picks that one of them is ours we're gonna be good so it's gonna be a late first and we'll still hold on to the Saints or right. you know bad team who just continues to make bad decisions. And this way we still have our pick and we'll be good. Or, you know, we won't have our pick, but we'll have a pick that'll probably be better than us. And we'll have a good player. Like, they traded their first for A.J. Brown. And, like, (laughs) he just goes on to have a Pro Bowl-esque season. Like, the undervaluing by people and Howie Roseman just being fine, being content with people thinking they're smarter than him. And he just goes... That's fine. I'll go win a Super Bowl, or I'll make a team that somehow is never in cap hell, despite 
owing Carson once uh, an insane amount of money. <laughs> like still, you know, <laughs> I just it doesn't. I don't understand. Like it, the cap hell does not exist unless you're the Saints. Correct. <laughs> Even for the, they should tell, they they're the main culprits. Like listen, it don't exist. You restructure a couple guys. You cut two guys. Restructure three guys, and you're done. Actually, so yeah. I just I don't know. I I, I and then like hats off to Kansas City. I have friends in Kansas City. I actually have a bet with a friend about it. But like, you look at their Juju Smith Schuster, MSV or MVS, sorry, and and Tony are trash heap guys like the, people were glad to have them anybody the could have had those guys you know yeah, i was gonna say mvs is school's baby boy so careful <laughs> careful but, there. Uh, but anybody could have had these guys and me now right. i mean i mean three teams had these guys and sure the, you know they're in different spots and whatnot but tony was a giant this year and you're telling me a playoff team that could have used an extra guy couldn't figure it out like what i just it's fun to watch the the smart actual smart teams get far enough because then it just reinforces that like the people who are like oh we figured this out we're gonna we're gonna cut some corners here and they continue to fall. like I love the Bengals uh, I'm a big fan of Joe Burrow Burrow I don't understand. Burrow uh, yeah get him boys uh, <laughs> but I I don't understand how you as a Bengals you know organization you're just like yeah we're just gonna keep grabbing pieces of offensive line guys and think that's going to work and I, it, it, it costs almost you, it did co- though like it, and sure it almost <laughs> did but the last two years at the end but when it when it came not time yeah they they aren't able to hold up on it and sure they're playing against chris jones and aaron donald but i i remember watching the super bowl year the uh philadelphia eagles like keep aaron donald in check like i think he had a sack mm-hmm. But he had to work against Jason Kelsey and the interior guards that year. Right. Like, if you have really good guys, it does, if, even if you're playing all defense, all Hall of Fame type guys, they're not going to be able to inf- just enforce their own will. Like, Chris Jones had his way. And you could say that Chris Jones had more impact on that game than any other person. Yeah, he's going to need to have more impact in this game. Um, and he, you're going to see the difference between a good offensive line. I, you know, I don't put too much stock into pro football focuses numbers per se, but all five of the offensive linemen for the for the Eagles are in the top 10 of pro football focuses, you know, individual position rankings. Mm. You know, Jordan Maialata is top five. Kelsey's two. Lane Johnson somehow is two. I don't know who's a better right tackle than Lane Johnson. Isaac Samuala turned his career around. Landon Dickerson blew up his leg in college, and they've got him in the second round going like, all right, if he if he just gets healthy, which, okay, like th- there's a risk in that. We got a guy who should have been a top 15 pick in the second round. And Malata, he was a seventh round, wasn't he? Yeah, he he that's, came that's from crazy zero, zero. Like he, rugby, yeah, that's, rug, that's yeah. so crazy. Shout out Jeff Statlin for being like, you big bastard. You are going to be a monster, and you—you you know how you just beat people up in rugby. Do that in football. You can do that because you are that strong. And he was having his way with Nick Bosa, and and the the rest of the the Niners line, like. Oh, He's just the left tackle of the future. I, yeah. What's so wild to me is how, like, of course, no GM, no team, nobody hits them all, right? Because I know, like, for to get the AJ Brown, you had to go through the Jalen Rager. 
and JJ uh, was our Sega white side. But I feel like it's a smart GM realizing like, hey, man, I'm maybe I should just trade for a proven guy with a first round pick like the Chiefs too. like Sky Moore. I think was their second round pick. Nicole Harbin, some of their drafted receipt, non Tyreek Hill, of course, haven't quite popped like that. So it's like, I don't know, man, maybe I should just go get other like Juju, sign Juju, sign MVS, trade day three capital for Tony and piece it together that way. Not to say you just stop drafting them, but it's something to be able to realize your weaknesses. I feel like on the fly. Because at the time, like you said, A.J. Brown didn't have a. 1,000 yard receiving. It was more of a, like a function of Tennessee just being run, run, run offense. And he gets to a team that actually passes, but you have to recognize that anybody could have had AJ Brown. Yeah. And one team got him, including the Titans, who could have, who did. <laughs> like 30, <laughs> 31 teams could have had him because the Titans were just like all, that was Mike, that was uh, your boy's school, Mike Vrabel. Uh, just, they were all set. It appears. I, no, it wasn't Vrabel. Vrabel probably wanted to keep him. It was probably. I was gonna say it, was, it might have been another way. Yeah, I think Vrabel yeah. won him in the GM. They fired. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you should have put his foot down. That ain't not my coach. Mm-hmm. Hey, and Vrabel's supposed to be a tough guy. I mean, if a little if a little suit comes in my my locker room and he tries to get rid of my best player, I'm rough on him. Look, there's no. Look, there's no school. That's a power move. That's a power move. That's a power move. <laughs> you gotta do the two finger poke in the chest. Yeah. Like, look here, pal. Rain the throat. Rain the throat. He's he's our guy. Um, Vrabel said, "Okay, I'm sorry." Um, gosh, but, like I know I'm bigging up my 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 team, the Eagles. But talking about like the Joe Burrow, we saw what Patrick Mahomes had a mismatch, you know, piece together offensive line against the Buccaneers a couple years ago, and that being the difference between Patrick Mahomes going back to back as a Super Bowl to being like, wow. Patrick Mahomes is running for his life and we are somehow in this game and they've gone and they said, all right, cool. Well, you know, we don't have the, we don't have the draft ammo to get these guys. Let's go pick them up. Let's go grab them. They've, they're out there. We're going to put them together. And for the most part, they have done a really good job of making Patrick Mahomes as comfortable in the, in the, in the pocket as possible. Sorry, Trent Dilfer, but we have unimpressive, (laughs) unimpressive. You have a lot of, I mean, they do have their guys that are drafted and they filled some pieces around. And now you have Patrick Mahomes upright, which he's got a bum ankle still. It's better, but it's still, it's still going to be a little bit painful. And he is going to be going against a, off, a defensive line that has 12 to 15 guys with 14 to 17 sacks, uh, you know, seemingly, you know, Asan Reddick, you know, Temple, Temple Al, by the way. Came home, proceeded to have an insane season. You know, Josh Sweat drafted, good season. Fletcher Cox drafted many, many times, many, many, many moons ago. That's crazy. Like you know, a and football like, for a lineman for a person that big to still be like yeah. that, produ- even in spurts, of course, but productive like at all. Is He's, he started before Aaron Donald, and there, Aaron Donald's talk about retiring. Like it, it's it's a very it, same thing. And then Brandon Graham is just. Just as uh, long in the tooth, they would say, coming off of blowing his his entire his Achilles up, he's got double digit sacks in you know a Tim Duncan esque like I'm just gonna be efficient like I'm just gonna sack you Great. on on twenty you know I'm gonna get twenty plays I'm gonna get a sack I get twenty game. rushes ten sacks <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. and he's you know you have Hargrove you got Jordan Davis you went and got Ndamukong Sue to fill a need when Jordan Davis goes down and Hargrave goes down and on the other side the Chiefs Chris Jones has just turned into 
defensive player of the year eligible badass. Like I just, it was, it's incredible to watch him uh, just do what he does. And they're saying that, you know, he's going to be going, trying to find the weak spot. Um, That's their plan for the chiefs is being, putting him at different points on different guys and like the flexibility to do that. Like Aaron Donald stays Mm -hmm. inside. Chris Jones is like, I'm going to, I'm going to get you from wherever I'm going to try to Frank Clark, you know, is it also good? I think he should be, he got banged up a little bit. I right? think so. I think he's like good to play, but I, I yeah. don't know if he's, you know, hundred percent. Not that and, anybody is, but yeah, yeah. And like how uh, Howie Roseman like doesn't care about linebackers, never has. Like he's, I mean, he got Nicobe Dean, and I was like, yeah, this is great. I put some money down because I was like, why not? Like, <laughs> who knows? Oh, he's a, a great college linebacker. Yeah. He was just tiny and hurt, and yeah, the, almost like Landon Dickerson. It's like, if you think this guy is going to get healthy ever, then yeah, maybe it's worth a day two pick. I think yeah. Kobe was what third round, third round, third round. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm like the Chiefs are an incredible team. I know more about the Eagles, obviously, but mm. there are ways that the Chiefs are structured and built that are going to be a problem for the Eagles. They're, it, but the I know I have faith in my. I'm again unabashedly biased. I think sure. that those answers <laughs> we have those answers. You know, I think our run. The, the focus on our team of setting up our passing and actually running, which is a wild thing to think about. Like, hey, if you just run the ball a little bit more, we'll be fine. Um, meanwhile, Jalen Hurts gets hurt because he rushed 19 times against the Chicago Bears. And it's like, we just give give those rushes to literally anybody else. Yeah, so yeah, there's 19 running backs there. And I, I feel like that will be the difference maker for the Eagles here because I feel like I've said it so many times with the Chiefs, but they, they're always beatable on the ground, but you can't beat them on the ground because Patrick Mahomes makes it like so hard to. But the Eagles might be the team where they just pound the rock so much that it, they, they might be able to win that way. Well, it's, it's that. It's them being aggre- like just the Sirianni nature of aggressive and i was listening to josh and hayden talk about it. it's like he goes for these like third and five but he knows it's two down territory he does it against like daniel jones mm-hmm. you think he's gonna like stop against patrick mahomes knowing he needs more points so if you can not even steal possessions just but just like a normal team would punt here and he's like i think we can get three yards there's something to then once you've established that mindset all year it's I feel like it definitely carries over. Like the what was it fourth and seven when he threw the non touchdown touchdown to Devontae against San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but it's like fourth and five, I think. Yeah, fourth think. and five. Like not, it wasn't fourth and inches. I remember. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, otherwise it would have just been the unstoppable quarterback sneak that it has been Jalen Hurts and Jason Kelsey just teaming up. But yeah, no, he's he's aggressive, and you can't like you can prepare for that, but you can't necessarily like. You're like, all right, cool. Like third you and five. I think like, you can prepare for. It. I don't think you can game plan it because you don't know the scenario. Like if, if that if that makes sense. Like um, you like you said, third and five. That's two down territory for Nick Sirianni. But for the defensive players, you go okay. Third and five. We stop them. We they give them four yards. We're off the. No, 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 right. no, no, no. Like that's you know something that a couple years from now every player will have in their mind. But that is still like a muscle thing that is like. Okay, get this off, especially if it's late in the game and they're tired. I mean, this, right. the, the Niners had the most time possession in the league. Eagles were number two. 
Like I, I was here a month ago talking about how I wasn't worried about the Niners. Everybody told me that because their defense was great and their 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 time of possession, blah blah blah. But yeah, yeah. Go birds. Uh, and <laughs> like, good point. That is how you beat Patrick Mahomes. You don't let Patrick you, like you don't let Patrick Mahomes have 13 seconds on the clock. We ha- we uh, know this. Twelve too many. <laughs> twelve too many. <laughs> you don't give the less time that Patrick Mahomes can influence this game. The better chances your game you have at winning the game, and the more and, and conversely, the defense for the Chiefs, they're pretty good at forcing some a little some mistakes. Maybe not full on turnovers, but hey, man, I can get you second and eight. You're trying to make it third and four for that two down territory. We're gonna make it third and eight, so that right. we're gonna force you, you decisions to, to make you know to make that gutsy decision, which may or may not work out. And I just I don't. It's it'll be I. It's going to be a fun game. Get him out of here, school. I'm done with this guy. You you see what I'm saying? I considered him a friend until that moment. Yeah, no more. No more. Let me, we'll put a a pause on this. We got some some breaking hiring news. We do. We do. We do. We've got a hiring. We've got a hiring. What do we got? Our friend Steve Wilkes has found a job very quickly. This is from. Tom Pelissaro and Rap Sheet. Steve Wilkes lands in San Francisco as the defensive coordinator. I said it the other day. I was like, that that's the gig I'd be trying to get personally. We saw uh, Brian Flores. Was, was that, it must have been yesterday. Yep. He goes to the Vikings. And I saw the Vikings were the 31st ranked defense. They're terrible, dude. They're So I, I guess it's like if you're Brian Flores, it's like I... <laughs> There's nowhere to go but up. What was that? But, that one stat that one week was like five straight weeks of 400 plus yards or something. It was like it like historically inefficient defense school. Yeah. And so I get if he's like I can just if I can get there from 31st to 16th, that's a huge leap. But then I still want like how good would he have to be to like? Do we think Brian Flores gets a head coaching job again in the NFL? I don't see it, but I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I, I could see it for sure because I forget who posted, but the last three years his defense was like 11, 10, 12. So if you go from he's good, yeah, yeah. If you go from 31 to 11, 10, 12, it'll be hard for a team like one of the teams that always has the revolving carousel of coaches. It'll be hard for them to be like, let's not give him a look. Like if if the Jets move on from Salah, if they have a bad year or something like that, just that was the first name that came to my head. So, I, I he should get a job. He should absolutely like there. You look at you look at what he was doing with the the piss poor teams that he had in you know in Miami, and you see what he does as a defensive coordinator. Like those defenses, they lost Minka Fitzpatrick to a trade. And somehow mm-hmm. still continued to be a top ten defense throughout that year. You shouldn't lose a player that good, that well regarded, and still be able to like, whatever, keep it moving. Like we're, 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 right. we got this fine. But for Especially like all the other stuff the Dolphins had mm-hmm. going on, like the <laughs> we know about now. Uh... I think for both for for Brian Flores because of 
I think a lot of like GMs and owners will look at that situation and be like, all right, maybe, okay, maybe he wasn't, it wasn't all his fault. Right. Because that's how mm-hmm. they think They're like, Oh, well, if it's a bad situation, it's the coach's fault. Cause you're supposed to be there, but obviously they know a little bit more now it's right. more public. It's harder to deny, I should say. And for Flores, I think he needs to find like it's, he's probably going to follow somebody who was fired, who is an offensive minded person. Like, obviously he's not going to, be in Arizona this year, but an Arizona like situation where they put all their eggs in an offensive minded genius coach and go, Hey, all right. All right. We got it wrong with offense. Maybe we get a right, defensive the other guy. way. Yeah. Like we'll go with, def- maybe we get a defensive minded guy in here and he can get everything right. And you fill in the pieces and you just keep, you know, replacing piece after piece, which I know that's why a lot of, you know, teams go after offensive minded coordinators for head coaching because, Hey, I don't have to worry about you leaving and having to adjust our offense. Right. Every two years or whatever. Yeah. But Brian Flores is a top 10 defensive coordinator by, you know, how his teams perform. So by that logic, like he, he knows what he's doing and he He had a winning record as a head coach, I believe. I think it was maybe like a 500 year. And yeah, can we see Brian Flores? I just want to see his dolphins head coaching record. If we could school. And I just, I'd say I'm hesitant because just the lawsuit, that he filed, not about his credentials, his accolade. I wanted to make that clear because I saw he was a finalist for the Cardinals job. And I, DeMonte, I don't know what to believe, man. Like when they say somebody's a fine, are you a Rooney rule fine? Are you checking that? Are you a finalist or was he really a candidate? Because if he was really a candidate, I find it hard to believe he would take the Vikings defense over the head coaching job of the Cardinals. And he finished. If you, if, if the you, defense is so bad, man. That's what, like, if I'm gonna be bad, if I'm gonna go to a bad team, I'm gonna be the top dog there. I, the, the thing I saw though is I saw people saying that there's talent on that defense. The execution was the problem. So the, the, the defense might be decent. It might be able to have a quick turnaround if you Honestly, if yeah. employed the right way. If you think they can make like yeah, you know, like that top ten to twelve ish. Yeah. Jump and it's like I listen. Look at what I was working with. Maybe so. That I, I think that's a valid point. Really, you just need yeah. to be good enough to beat Daniel Jones. Like that's that's what happened. They weren't good. <laughs> can enough we just a positive point differential? Like, am I? Can we right. not uh, be down that much to the Colts well, even to come back? Am I asking too much? And that's the thing. You're, like in a vacuum, head coach of a head coach is better than defensive coordinator. But he's going to a head coach of a team that was at the bottom of a division that has, you know, the Seahawks who maybe overachieved, but still made the playoffs. The Niners, who are just a, a machine who a keep tank, chugging yeah. along. It's true. You know, and the Rams, who they had a bad season. Maybe they're in a little bit of a flux situation, but there's still some good players there. Or do you want to go to be a defensive coordinator for the division-winning team that cleared the rest of the division by multiple games with a horrific off year, no. you know, right. so it's like, all right, hey, like, okay, like, you saw what we did there? Like, we, we turned them from just a division winner to a conference champion, like, you know, that's, and that, I'm the difference, you know, that's, that's the pitch, hopefully, that, hey, we get the defense right, we're talking about us in the Super Bowl, because that's all that, that was the difference, and I think that's a good it's more betting on yourself because if things go wrong in Arizona, they have proven they have no problem in firing a coach shortly after. One year in, very (laughs) true. So it's a little bit more job stability. And it's also, maybe he doesn't want to be a head coach right now because of everything that's going on with the, with the lawsuit. And he's like, all right, I'm going to get this clear because 
I need this to be a hundred percent. Like the re I need to be a hundred percent. The reason I get the job or don't get the job versus they don't want to hire me because they don't want to get looked at by their peers of, Oh, you hired the guy that's suing the league. It's literally suing us. Yeah. That's now that, those are good points. Uh, I hadn't considered. We're looking at Flores, 24 and 25 over three years with the Dolphins. The 5 and 11, 10 and 6, and then 9 and 8. And there was the whole Tua or Brady on the boat and all that stuff. Did he lose games? Did he not lose games? And I guess he would also be able to look at it from, it's like the Cardinals, it's a fine job. But if you think next year, it's like the, what if the Chargers opens up? Like we talk about the team that went with the, I don't, I don't know what Staley's background is. Is it just analytics? Does he have an offensive or defensive focus? Is he just a numbers focus? Calculus? Maybe? He's, the, he's the analytics guy. He's the numbers guy, you know? It reads him completely wrong. He's me. He's, he's like, I'm like, this is, it says I should go for it on fourth and 15? It says, no, you should not. I was like, ah, shit. But, I should, pa <laughs> I should pass yes. up 27? Huh? Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, the, that's what the chart said. Well, what if he's still like he's still trying to get the Patriots job? You know, Bill Belichick wants to wait him out. Yeah, wait him out. You know, what if Bill you owe me? A, yeah, you sent me the wrong text. You owe me a solid, uh, <laughs> William. I'm just I'm just looking at other jobs that could open up. Like there's yeah, the, let's. The, uh, I'm trying to think. Can we get like a list of the just the active head coaches and we yeah or teams? Let's see who could potentially open up. Then we'll do some more previewing. Like Buffalo, I think they're Miami's good. New England possibly. Jets, I feel like they take a big swing for a quarterback. Like maybe Rodgers is there. Like that's their swing. And I feel like if it doesn't work with Salah, they'd probably go offensive now that I think I was going to say, he's it. the defensive guy. Yeah. So he, yeah, they'd probably take that swing back. Cincy, they're set. Harbaugh? I think he's a special Ravens. teams guy. So yeah. Baltimore's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Tomlin's good. I know Stefanski's an offensive Mm -hmm. guy like if next year nasty man is just not cooking mm -hmm. and it's like yeah we we it didn't work with the offensive guy let's try something else you'd have to think that if if he or if mike tomlin was going to retire within the next year or two that he would have kind of kept mm -hmm. he would have stayed in house and then been like kind of like the their their head coach in waiting it you know true and so Maybe maybe Mike Thomas like I'm not retiring for a while. I was 35 when I started. Like I still got 40 more years. You know, like yeah, like the money is getting good. Sean Payton just got 18, so I need a raise. I feel like it could also be just a like just so you know him telling Flores is like you'll never be without a job. Like I will. We had you as linebackers coach. We'll have you as something, but you will not be without a job as long as I have some say in it. So I could see that Jacksonville. I think is set for now. Tennessee, are they, Vrabel see a little warm, school, but he—I mean—he's the defensive guy too. Yeah, they wouldn't go to another defensive guy, I don't think. Yeah, I—I I think I wouldn't be surprised if they fire him next year and they go after like Shane Stricken of, of the Eagles because they're just like, oh, look at mm -hmm. what he's done, and then you get him in here with this with these things, and it's like, uh, yeah, it'll work. So I like, yeah, I think I want Stoughton. Keep him. I give me Stout. <laughs> no, uh, he, he's oh, content with being off. He said, "I just make me the highest paid offensive line coach. I'm fine. I, done. <laughs> that's all he wants. He just wants to be the offensive line coach. Done and done. And every year somebody gets a raise, you will get the Nick Saban raise. Where you you will never not be the high. You keep us mauling like this. Yeah, we got some room for you, big guy. Indianapolis, they are on round seventeen of <laughs> coaching interviews right now. Who knows? 
I, I did see the odds where uh, Wink Martindale has moved into the favorite over uh, Saturday. So he's a defensive guy. He's not Jeff Saturday. Which... Wink also no. sucks, like as a head coach, right? <laughs> like, like isn't he like the worst possible guy you could get for head coach? I feel like I don't. Is he bad? I, I mean, Jeff was... Saturday's right there. So. Well, I was say, Jeff Saturday is the worst possible head coach. I'll be. I know he's an older guy, but I don't know his history to be honest. So I don't know. I don't think he's been a head like a head coach before. Well, I think I think Wink um... wasn't wasn't Wink with uh, the Ravens before. Like got, got got let go by the Ravens. Maybe I'm thinking. A uh, wink, Roman. Uh, I think he was with the Cowboys. <laughs> he was with the Cowboys too at one point, I believe. A yeah, I, he might get this Colts job, so he might just have the Colts job. Like by the time we check in ten minutes, we get the uh, Rappaport bomb. Uh, Houston's got uh, D'Amico Ryan's for now. So we they. They ain't earned no benefit of my doubt. I think Kansas City's all right on coach for now. For now. Chargers, maybe. Raiders is interesting. If the Raiders just stink next year, McDaniel's out. Brian Flores, defensive guy. Can Mark Davis afford to fire Josh McDaniels? That's a good point. And hire uh, Frank Flores. Can he afford to make the call? To fight. He might have a quarter. I need a call and fight. He's, he's, he's got a string wrapped around the quarter so he can pull yeah, it out of the machine. <laughs> haven't made a call in 12 years. <laughs> um, okay, so Chad's saying Wink is, is Wink is like football Tibbs. He, he's a blitz merchant. It wears out. Okay, okay, okay. okay so that definitely you want as your head coach. Uh, Denver just got Peyton, so he's not going anywhere yet. Sirianni on the hot seat. This is a must win from what I've read. So it is a must win. So maybe, maybe up in the air. Dallas McCarthy's the offensive guy. Would Jerry Jones want him some uh, some Brian Flores? I don't know if that's the the headline grabbing (laughs) coach that he would like to to have. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure he would be like, "Can we get Sean Payton over here?" And Sean Payton's like, "Can I retire again?" Like. Yeah, I'll retire again for one year. You all will give up a pick for me, and I'll get 20, a raise. $25 million. Cool. Thank you. Like, it's great. Uh, Giants, they're good with day ball. Ron Rivera, but he's the defensive. It's Riverboat Ron. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't think they uh, – well, Daniel Snyder's there too, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I'll, no. I'm, I'll go back to being the linebacker I don't think, coach, I don't, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Flores wants to be there. So. I'll go to college before, <laughs> before I take that. Minnesota, he's – D.C. there now. Detroit. I think Danny Campbell's good for now. Green Bay scoop. Mike LaFleur or Matt LaFleur. He's the, the offensive guy, right? Hey, I would love if they fired him for Brian Flores. That would be great. <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, hey, hey, LaFleur, he's hung his hat. He took his hat off. He hung his hat. He hung his hat on a man named Joe Barry. If that defense and Joe <laughs> Barry sucks this year, they're both... Pow! Gone. They're out of here. Both of them will be gone. He hung his out hat. He hung his hat on him. They wanted to fire him, and he put his he put his name on the line for him to keep him. So we'll see. Same, thing. Same way uh, Andy Reid did with uh, Castillo. He's like he's he's a great coach, and we're gonna make him from offensive line to defensive coordinator. Yes, that's right. That, that, that's how great he is. <laughs> that's how great of a coach he is. Uh, <laughs> but no, what if what if he's in the what if what if he took the job with the Vikings? So that he can get close to the Green Bay brass and be like, hey, hey, if it's not working out, do a little dirty macking, 
and it's not working out. I'm just a defensive coordinator. I I could be had. I could be yours. He just, just own, like shuts him down twice. Viking sweep next year, and he's like, "Listen, I've I've clearly got the goods. You know, here's my <laughs> here's my car. Um, that's my sale. You can call my wife, um, but she'll call. She'll let me know." The, I, the I gotta, South might be the move. Anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> I mean, just I just think like some jobs that could become available. Todd Bowles, we've seen head coach Todd Bowles before. Mm-hmm. He's a defensive guy, but we've seen how that goes. Carolina just got a, the offensive guy. New Orleans, Dennis Allen is the defensive guy, so I'm told. He also um, sucks. Yeah, so I'm told. I think he, Falcons, though. I think uh, Arthur Smith. Dennis Allen just hired someone he's also been uh, connected to before. Someone that he's worked before didn't before, work that's well. That's all they do. That's all they do. And yeah. San Fran, yeah, we talked through those gigs. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. I don't, yeah, I, you wait a year, see what's available. I think could definitely be bet. Like now it's Indianapolis and Arizona, I think, are the only two. So it's like, nah, I'll, I'll be a defensive coordinator again. Yeah. And hit the cycle next uh Mm-hmm. Next go round, but uh, the Super Bowl. Can we get a get a poll going? School poll time. Uh, who do the people think is going to win the Super Bowl? Just know, chat, that if this this doesn't go the Eagles' way, that this will be continued. This will be used as ammunition for the media not believing in the Eagles. Just understand. I'm yeah, not so trying to sw- careful. I'm not uh, swaying a vote. I no. know who I, I'm. In fact, I'll go vote right now. I did my vote. <laughs> I mean, if the, the vote. if the Eagles don't win that that thirty minute um, uh, e- pro eagle propaganda you did, that's going to be clipped up. That's going to be. This is why Roseman oh, I, stinks. Mo- yeah. <laughs> Moments before disaster, Eagles Here, fan edition. Look, all all I'm saying is I was here a month ago, and I said I wasn't worried about anybody in the NFC. I said I wasn't worried about the Niners. The, I said the, the Cowboys maybe, but, I mean, they were the Cowboys. I'm not worried about anybody. In fact, we, I, my team backed me up. We, we thoroughly stomped out the Giants and thoroughly stomped out the Niners. And I said I'm only worried about one man, and that's Patrick Mahomes. And He's wouldn't you know me. it, I'm just saying, I like, I, like, I like seeing in the future. I get visions from God, but I trust them. Grum yeah. I, I, Shibway. <laughs> Uh, a 50 50 predictor yes yes that's what a the... cowardly movie is you pick a side <laughs> come on here we yeah, spread one and a half uh philly favored the over under yeah 51 so the eagles they lost two with big shoe not his fault lost once by 11 to washington the chiefs have lost their three games by 10 points combined so I say that to say whoever wins this game, I don't, either way, I don't think we see a blowout. Like, I think we're just getting a, a close one, dare I say. Philly 7-1 and one against playoff teams. And the loss came without Jalen Hurts and Lane Johnson. So was the road too easy? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know Sirianni not retained by Andy Reid. I guess that maybe the one helpful thing I found out at media day. Is that a little chip on his, uh, a little bigger chip fire. on his shoulder? Sprinkle on the fire. I did not. I think, was it receivers coach? Yeah, he was wide receivers coach. Wide receivers coach. When Andy Reid took over Kansas City, he was basically like, thanks, but no thanks. And if it wasn't Sirianni, I'd be like, most, I don't know how many people grind that axe 
that long. People definitely would, but I think Sirianni might be the only thing he's thought about for five years now. Even with the success he's had. Kept him up at night. Well, he did did go to the Colts, and the Colts have historically beaten the Chiefs almost like an unconscious amount of times for a team that just like it's such a disparity between the teams. Maybe that, maybe he was the fuel of the fire. He said, guys, look, they, they let me go. I loved living there. The barbecue is great. I love living there. I look great in red, you know, blue's okay too. I look good in blue, but I look great in red and they fired me. And then he went to Philly and he's like, I look great in pandering shirts. I look great in, in shirts that yeah, have Eagles. I look great in Philly's maroon. Um. <laughs> but, like, that's the fire up. And it's just like, yeah. But on the other side, you have Andy Reid, who is one of the greatest coaches of all time. I'm not being fooled by him. I know his track record in big games. You know, he's not fooling me because he's in red. Same Andy Reid that I know. Oh, wow. He's going to be out of timeouts in the first quarter because he's going to be like, timeout, timeout. We, we, out of I- challenges. My buddy Hammer, he is on a play already. He does have a play. He's on the Chiefs to call the first time out of the game. Minus 115. That's what he's on already. He's on that. I'm, I, no, I'm, I'm riding. riding with Hammer. Yeah. That feels like a lock. He got to put a minute on it to make that more difficult, man. Like, do we get the 14 to 13 minute mark? 13 to 14. Do we get it? With, it's like there's 14, 56 left. This is the earliest timeout called in history, Jim. He loves to call those timeouts. He, 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 there's, a, there's a time limit on those. You see, they, t- they, they only tell Andy Reid before the game. There's a time limit on those timeouts. You better, <laughs> you better use them up. Somebody tells him that he has to. He gets three at a halftime, and he forgets that it's halftime. Like he's like, oh wait, 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 oh halftime of like the game, not of the first quarter. Yeah, um, not of life, yeah, not yeah. like a midlife. <laughs> uh, these aren't midlife crisis. Like timeouts. It's, it's just like he's really good. I'm not. I, that's a, it. Obviously, jokes. Andy Reid is second greatest coach of his time. I mean, Bill Belichick has. I think it's fair to say, yeah. You know, but I, I, like you said, this game's going to be close. I think uh, we do get some fun stuff with Andy Reid calling a timeout unnecessarily. I think we do get a moment where Nick Sirianni is looking into the camera to talk to celebrate a play (laughs) uh, because he's been doing that every game. Uh, he he curses at a referee. Like he's he plays. He, Nick Sirianni's a pro wrestling guy. I know he's a pro because he finds the camera as a wrestler. That's what you do. You find the camera so you can communicate with the audience who's watching. And he does it every time. He's like the Lakers guy with the chain. Eagles. <laughs> Eagle. Eagles. Uh, he does know exactly. He's like he turns around, do like the fake get out of here, and it's like what you, you told me to stand right here, Nick. What are you really talking about? You gave me, you put that X down with white tape. I've seen you. Uh, and Chad is pointing out Andy Reid with two weeks to prepare. He's like, well, Batman, they were calling him Andy Batman Reid earlier. It, it, it's the record, I think Hayden Judge, I think it's 30 and six. It's basically him and Spagnola. Like, whatever you think of their defense and their defensive ratings, if you give them a week to plan and prepare, they'll be able to hold their own with just about anybody. Like, the. Tampa Bay game got out of hand, but that was because they just could not block Patrick Mahomes. Not a a defensive thing, if I'm remembering this correctly. And like Kansas City, they like they have a good line. It's not as I think stacked piece to piece, but their interior offensive line, like guard, center guard, one of the best trios in the league. It's the tackles that are not as good, and they're still good. What I'm concerned about is Philly has. 
18 people that can get pressure, but Mahomes doesn't take sacks. And of course, we know like pressure is more than sack. Like, can you force him into bad balls? Can you force him into just getting off it early? Can you force him to try to scramble? See how healthy that ankle is. But on the whole, he's just don't really go for it, man. Like bum ankle last week, and it just did not matter. He was running with the the game on the line, stepping up in the pocket. So I do not even wonder. They'll get home. That's what they do. But how much impact will it have because he's just so good at getting rid of it? He and Kelsey are so good. It feels like you're just improvising routes. It's like, yeah, we'll take four yards, no problem, versus getting sacked for a loss of nine. So that's where I don't – I mean, that's just the Mahomes factor you got to weigh in. Yeah, I – I think he like Mahomes is a, he's I'm not like I'm I'm worried about him. I am not at all going like oh he's he's on a he's on a bad ankle. I mean Jalen Hurts' shoulder is still not a hundred percent. Lane Johnson is literally playing with a, a a gigantic cavernous tear in his uh in his groin. And he retore it right. He wrote, retore it and said, "No, nah, I'm fine. I'll still body up Nick Bosa. Like it's not a problem. Like I've, yeah, I duct tape, man. Uh, uh, Kelsey hurt, got. I think he banged up his elbow in the in the championship game, but he's fine. Like everybody's banged up. I think with uh, the for like the Chiefs offensively, uh, their running backs have to be there for both. You know, extra chips." outlet you know emergency right. <laughs> like oh, oh, oh hey, get right here just so that we don't you know you don't you don't take a gigantic sack or we can bait out a uh you know bait out a you know roughing the passer play uh, or penalty as mm-hmm. well like that's part of it um for both sides and i it, it's it's a small chunks i don't see big chunks jonathan john gannon uh <laughs> May have also he may have said the worst thing that could possibly come to fight <laughs> worse than me where uh tuesday of last week, he's driving in in his G wagon, and sure. he rolls down the window, and he says, "We're going to gut them." And I said, "Oh, he is confident. He also feeling turned, good, feeling good." Turned around because everybody in Philadelphia hates John Gannon. We hate him with a, because but who's gives John up, Gannon? He's the defensive coordinator, and he defensive gives up. Ch- he's okay. very break, but you know, bend but don't break defense which doesn't play in Philadelphia because you give up a 30-yard pass. You're like, oh, they're giving up. Even if it ends up with no points on the – they still hold – we'll still hold on to that. Third and 46, 30-yard <laughs> yeah. pass. They're still pissed. Yeah, you're like, oh, you stopped them. It should have been third – it should have been fourth and 46. And it's just like, what's going on here? But, uh, yeah, so that can come and bite us in the ass. Uh, just regular Philadelphia arrogance, uh, which I say is deserved. I'm allowed to be arrogant. Uh, and – I just think the Chiefs are – if we're going to beat somebody just like we beat the best quarterback, Tom Brady, the best coach, I don't think in the game there's better coach-quarterback combo than Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And if you beat them, softest record, softest path, it goes out of the way when you beat the Chiefs. And if the beat, Chiefs beat us, they beat a really good team. I, I don't think I don't think you're like, oh, it's, you know. I Take Walt, yeah. Yeah. I, I, Eagles win. Bird Gang, I think they win by like six. I do think, yeah, I, I do take the over as well. I'm in on the over uh, too. I do think we see some point, not like a like forty one thirty whatever Eagles Patriots was, but I think like both in the twenties. Another thing that I heard Josh and Hayden point out that 
Chiefs could not run the ball last game because they can't run out of shotgun just for the season. They just can't run out of shotgun. Uh, yeah, they, they run really well under center, but Mahomes, he was doing like the hop thing. So they just kind of abandoned that. Two weeks off, are they going to be able to run more out of shotgun? Because I don't even know what they, nobody was getting yards and they eventually just quit trying it. Against this defense, I don't think they'll be able to do that. So if they are able to go do some stuff out of shotgun, get like meager gains, not that you'll break off a big one, but the Chiefs don't really break big plays. Like they're the ultimate, like just steady drive. A lot of their touchdowns come inside the red zone because they get to the red zone and also don't have Tyreek Hill running 80 yards anymore. So I'm... I'm still going back and forth. You you got a score on it, Grun? Uh, I said by six. I think they. I think both teams. And we took the over, so I'm gonna say. I'll say thirty to twenty-four. Regulation, some overtime. Ooh, now that's interesting. You know what? That's, a, that's an overtime. Yeah, uh, that's an overtime score. Ooh, you know what? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know what? Yes, why not? Why not? Put some money on it going to overtime because then we get more of a of a good fun game. I think I would much prefer it. Uh, well, early, what? yeah. <laughs> Sunday, you know, we all we all got to be on the next one. Do they have the uh, the injury reports uh, listed here, school or anywhere? Because uh... okay, Legereus needs the one I was looking for. He in I don't know. If he's still, I guess he's out of concussion protocol, but still experiencing symptom, symptoms, he might be game time. If not, it might just be three rookies at corner. And they've mostly played, like, it's the guys who have been playing, but he's, I feel like he's their best and definitely their most experienced. And if he's out and or limited, I feel like they would just find, not even, like, Jalen Hurts could, like, pick him apart. The shoulder, it, it just didn't look good against San Francisco. Didn't need it. Of course, but feel like some throws were going high, and so I. What's the word on his show? He's not on the injury list. He's going to play, of course. But was there any word on the shoulder, Grum? You got boots on the ground. I, you know, the ground is telling me that his shoulder is healthy, but it's not quite a hundred. It's like nine ninety percent, which I think is. Good. I mean, it's good enough. It was good enough two weeks ago. I think what I think it'll be just like finding those finding those windows I don't I think if they if it is going to be rookies on AJ Brown and Devonta Smith who is just a gamer uh the guy just uh, he could become I think it was like the fourth or fifth player to ever win a Heisman National Championship in a Super Bowl in their playing career uh mm. being the only receiver to do so and I I I just look at those guys and they're I I, I don't know enough about the chiefs to be like, Oh, like they'll they'll come. And I'm just also biased again. So (laughs) I think Jalen finds them. I think, I think Jalen throws two touchdowns, rushes for another one, gets an MVP type performance. Um, I do think that if he gets hit, I am kind of concerned because he like I, like I'm not. They got more shoe. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they don't. Uh, if I see him, I, I'm going to. I, when he I'm, wins the Super Bowl MVP, <laughs> I, I'm going to be unbearable. Yeah, unbearable, and, I, and I'm, I and I will flip, and I will say I believed in Garden Minshew this whole time, 
I believed in him. I never doubted him. But if never cur- currently on February 7th, if I see him on the field at any point during regulation or overtime, I want him tried for trespassing. He does not belong. <laughs> I want him treated like Imitating a streaker. Quarterback. I want him. I want him. I want security to tackle him. <laughs> but we haven't. We haven't even considered the Chiefs are playing for Chiefsaholic. I mean, that's a, like we we tried to get Chiefsaholic here too, along with Grump, Super uh, Eagles fan, Super Chiefs fan. Uh, he did not return our calls. Um, he gets. He, he got a big parlay on this too. He wins forty five million if Mahomes wins MVP, which I think he already locked that up. Uh, and then, and not not forty five million, forty five thousand, right? Yeah. I'll say how much? You, how much you lay on? <laughs> if he just put all the bank robbery uh, <laughs> winning, forty five thousand. And then he wins another forty five thousand if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and his bail was set at eighty thousand dollars the other day. So if the Chiefs win, he can afford his bail with those two tickets. So and a good time after. Yeah. Sound like ten k from my math. Yeah. You have a little uh, little come home party. Scooby, uh, who who wins this? You got a score? Oh man, and an MVP. I, I need to know how is this game going to unfold. It's it's hard. It's hard for me to say because both of these teams are both good teams. All right. And it's tough to take a side here. There's no love lost between these two teams either. Zero. Just good sports. It's, it's just good sport. It's good sport here. And, Rooting for a tie, really. And I'm gonna root. Uh, I'm gonna say the Chiefs win. Uh, I'm gonna say the Chiefs win. You sure? You don't sound. <laughs> I think I I agree I I agree with Grum that I think it comes down to I think we're gonna get some overtime here. Um, I love this get some overtime. Yeah, I can't really predict a score. I'm I but I'm agreeing with Grum. It's like thirty five, thirty one, something around there. Uh, and I'm gonna say the Chiefs win, and they're gonna do it for Chiefsaholic because that's the funniest result, and I need that result. Who's so Fox? Is that is it Burkhardt and Olsen? Got to be right calling this game. Yeah, it's Fox, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh man, I'd really, I would really want Tony Roman to call this game, especially now that they've been intervening and he basically was like, "Go fuck yourself." Like, I'm not changing. The money's guaranteed. So, yeah, kick rocks. Instead, we'll get a very good booth. Hmm. I think I'm going. I picked the Chiefs. Like beginning of the year, I had Chiefs over Bucks. I had that part one side terribly wrong, and it feels similar. Like I picked the Chiefs against the Buccaneers. I was like, I feel like he'll overcome the line. He could not overcome the line. At this point, this is a much better offensive line, and I think like just because if they lose, it's not by much. It'll be a close game, and if it's a close game. I think I'll always pick Patrick Mahomes. I'll be right sometimes. I'll be wrong sometimes. But if it's close, and I think this is going to be close, I'm going Mahomes. I got it 27-25. Like, Philly, Philly's going for some sort of two-point. Like, they get one, miss one, or something. But I think we get an odd score. But I'm, I'm taking the over two. I'll call it 27-25. And if I'm wrong... I get to retweet my old tweet where I was asking draft Twitter if Jalen Hurts was an actual quarterback prospect, and everybody was Mel Kiper and was like, ah, 
don't see it. Day mm-hmm. three, uh, tight end. You play some wing back, maybe. So it's a win-win for old Whiskers. MVP, I'll, I mean, if they win, I think it's going to be Mahomes. Like, that, it's boring, but he's the system. Yeah. Like, Kelsey could go crazy, but they would still give it to a quarterback. Like, you said Devontae Smith could go crazy, but if Jalen Hurts has two in the air, one on the ground, they're... They're going to give it to would, him. Yeah, would rightfully give it to him. So I'll... I'll say 27-25 Chiefs. But not, so we all like that that over yeah. of 51. What, oh, yeah. uh, what, yeah. what do the people say, school? Well, let's see. They yelled at us for going chalk in our predictions. And we got chalk on chalk. Yeah, do we call that or what? Ooh, this is a close one, but 53%. Of the people say Eagles My win people. another one. Grum, just, Grum's just only voting uh, in different accounts, all <laughs> slightly off screen. Um, it was me, 53% <laughs> logged in with every YouTube account I've ever had. 53% Eagles, 46% Chiefs. I was going to have you do a poll of do we think we get a good game, but I don't know. Even the answer alone would make me physically ill. Yeah, we're definitely getting a good game. Grum, do you, who is the who's the Eagles slot wide receiver? <sighs> Rager? No, 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 not trying. No, he got traded to the Vikings. Freddie Mitchell? Uh, no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> dog, I can't. My brain is. Yeah, I, I got, I got nothing for you. Well, yeah. I feel like they. It doesn't like, like their three receivers it's are like Dallas Goddard. I was saying, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the one I think of as a non-Eagles fan. I feel like it's. Those two are. I guess. I guess. Watkins? Yeah, I was gonna say Quez Watkins definitely get he. I could see Quez Watkins getting a touchdown out of nowhere. Like yeah, he that's could do the, like. That's who like we've been targeting against the Chiefs every week. We were going with the slot receiver against the Chiefs because they're very bad against slot receivers. That's the one one position they're not good at covering. So, Quez Watkins. That's that could and be the guy. That that was another Hayden tidbit. It's like when they go to Goddard a lot, Watkins gets some love. I guess he just fills in when Goddard needs a breather. But it's like if they're not going to Goddard, then Watkins is like not going to play at all. Mm. But if they are going to Goddard and it's going well, then yeah, you could see the Quez Watkins touchdown, or I'm sure he's got like a, a low line GR. Well, maybe I drop some slips later in the week uh, while we're off. But mm-hmm. the people say Eagles. The, my the people. I am of chat. We we've correct. We're all of one hive mind. We all went eagles. That's. I don't care about that. It was fifty three forty seven. In my mind, it was one hundred percent. So we're all one hundred percent all eagles. Yeah, There's all eagles. a, a hundred other people trying to kill you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I asked Coley for his pick before he left. Uh, he said Patriots thirty seven. Um, <laughs> Did you Chiefs twenty five, Eagles. Yeah, I was like that. That doesn't track. But well, I mean, <laughs> there's been a time WrestleMania, Seth Rollins cashed in a Money in the Bank at the main event to make it a triple threat. So maybe Bill Belichick's got some got a Money in the Bank contract, and he's that he's been playing this down the whole time. They at halftime they just Rihanna walks off and Belichick walks in. It's like no, no, damn it, no. This is the Super Bowl. You can't. No, you don't get a shot like that. And Belichick, he just holds up the contract. Yeah, so you, know, you have to play him right the, now. He's got the briefcase, and he's being flanked by 53, just <laughs> right. fresh, right? Yeah, handcuffed to his wrist. Um, 
Where would they go? Would you would you just put them at one of the end zones since you can't put them on the sidelines? You'd have, like. I think you yeah like some of the media who well Super Bowl every seat is filled man they might just have to wait in the locker room <laughs> like you <laughs> come on defense come out chicken. from the, come out from the locker room. yeah bring them down from the rafters uh like oh is that, is that Bobby Crafts music and you just see some white four Air Forces shuffling in <laughs> coming out the, he's coming out to a different Meek Mill song because he's like yeah Meek's my guy too yeah <laughs> right yeah. I, I, I don't like that. I don't like the dreams and nightmares one though. Play, no, uh, play no, something no. else. Uh, yeah, house party, yeah. Play that. Yeah, play. <laughs> why, why something is, more sensible. Uh, YC exactly. said he's got a he's got a ticket on Julius Randle to win Super Bowl MVP. So. Yeah, <laughs> fringe slip, fringe slip. He's like, hey, if he wins it, we can uh, trade him high for a top fifty-eight uh, protected second-round pick. He's not slick, not slick at all. Uh, let us take five. Because speaking of uh, some wrestling tunes, Grum's going to stick around and what do you say we tear some Jim Johnston wrestling themes? What do you say? Oh, you want to take us to break, uh, Macho? Yeah, yeah. After break, yeah, we got a little bit of a tear. Yeah. Peace be to Jim Johnston. We're going to be tearing. Yeah. The Attitude Era WWE theme songs. Uh huh. Yeah. Right here on the Trill Withers Show presented by Underdog Sports. Yeah. Dig it. We'll be back in a minute or two or five. Yeah. Dig it. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Happy Tears Day, hour three. That time of the, the show, that time of the week. Will we do us some tearing? Uh, Grom, you want to tell us about this one? I I said, come do some guest tearing. We'll tear anything you'd like. Why did you choose this one? Well, I I figured I should do a tear that I I feel very comfortable with, you know. Um, and you, I know all about beating up animals, so uh, cool. I didn't do that. Um, c- cemetery headstones didn't seem like a good one. Um, I know a lot about that as well. So I went with the other thing I'm really good at, which is pro wrestling and you guys had uh dusty woads on earlier to talk about just wrestlers so i said darn can't do that but i know what i can do and i said i can do wrestling themes and then i was like there are thousands of them i have to narrow it down a little bit more and i said everybody loved the attitude era so what i we got here is the tier of attitude era theme song so from 97 until 2001 just the wwe ones and i'm missing a couple just because some of them are harder to really describe because copyright yeah. reasons i can't but some of them are very well known uh, you can see some i went and uh, the wrestlers are the uh the theme song that represents them except for the nation of domination because i couldn't find a good photo of just the four of them by themselves. So I just used mm. the CD cover from Apple <laughs> music. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we've got like Ahmed Johnson there, Big Show, Billy Gunn, Val Venus, Vader, Undertaker, Sonny Sable. Some great, some good, some good stuff here. Jump right in. Where yeah. do we, yeah, what do you say, school? I see an early S and chat's already pointed out. Let's get to it. Uh, Gangrel testing them. That's an S right there. That's the easy. Brood. The brood. Yes. 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 Easy. I, yeah. That. See, I, I improved on the Grammys because I put the Brood's music over the uh, unholy performance because it fits so well. <laughs> Everything was red. <laughs> I like you. You the 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 uh, the, the, the like the dark and twisted like almost chapel like music. 
and then just turning into this rock heavy breathing and you and and it's sold because gangrel would walk like that and he would just mm -hmm. be like this with a with a goblet of blood and he'd be like do 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 and it's just it was great and everything's red and then he takes a sip of the blood and spits it into the air I wonder if Incredible. we can get away with playing like five seconds of the songs. You think we can? Grum it, and I talked about this before because I was like, I just know from when I used to play WWE stuff, they do not play at all. Oh, okay. So the I, theme, the we feeling are, risky. I we could roll the dice, but the they generally. Are risky. I don't yeah. know. I I tried to look into it because I know you can find them on YouTube very easily. Yeah. They don't take them down. But right. they might demonetize those videos, and I didn't. I don't know if. Yeah, we, so we I don't didn't. really care about that. Oh well, here. then we should be okay. Well, we're gonna play like we're gonna play five seconds. We're just gonna play like, enough for people to get the riff of it, you know? Yeah. Okay. I was like, because I definitely was on uh, <laughs> Apple Music, just listed like I just searched like Jim Johns, just listen to some of these, just listen to it like just music, just letting it run. All right, um, here we go. And then it goes like. So yeah, so that's Gangrels. That's an S. That's an S. That's S. It's yeah. also the one that definitely got me in trouble for like uh, spitting water on all my <laughs> friends. Like I was Gangrel at recess. So see, and people don't put respect on Gangrel. He was the first to do it. He was the first mm, to be pioneer. Triple H does it, but now he's. Ugh. He's the first to do it. Have his intro be I'm spitting into the air, and you know the he would get on the stairs and like and spit up, and you know there were people who were across from the stairs that got a little bit of it, and they were so happy like yeah, missed. I, yeah. I got some blood on me. Yeah, <laughs> some spit blood, sick. Um, and I do I do know that Gangrel is actually uh he's a very talented I I forget what it is a construction worker. He works in construction on the side now, in addition to teaching other wrestlers and doing his wrestling stuff. Yeah. Gangrel Enterprises, really? <laughs> Gangrel and Sons, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, built a uh, built the Mercedes Dome. Uh, I have you know. Yeah, no, he it the brood. It was just so cool, and they never did anything of of real value. I mean, Edge and Christian later would go on and become one of the greatest tag teams of all time, and Edge a mm -hmm. Hall of Famer, mm -hmm. but. As the brood, just being Gangrel's, like it's three blonded guys wearing sunglasses in 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 like some frilled clothing. <laughs> the frilliest. <laughs> they had they, they had to kick ass too, though. Had no reason to look like that and be so cool. No, uh, I, I'm I'm glad that was. I'm glad we're all in agreement. I should mm -hmm. say that's an S tier. What? Uh... Look at these look guys. Look at my man. list. I had a. I made my list, so I'd be like, "All right, here's here's my must have for S tier." Okay, uh, give me give me give me some. Let's uh, here, the, the S have to be correct. D'Lo Brown is hundred percent, hundred percent, because you're messing with the real deal now. Woo! You know, and then it's just him coming out, and again, incredible walk to the music. The music let him have a walk that was signature, the greatest European champion of all time, D'Lo Brown. He, I got we got to put him in S here. Agreed, hundred percent agreed on D'Lo. Uh, I'm gonna pull it up here. I got an eight bit cover, so we might be able to. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. figured out the system. We Turn beat the up. system. Let's go. Turn it up. Okay, here we go. Nah, this goes crazy. Yeah. 
S. <laughs> S. Oh, is this is this him right here? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. He said, "Put me in S as well." Yeah. The greatest European, European, Europe's favorite champion, D'Lo Brown. Correct. Uh, um, S I had would feel too easy, or maybe it's it's Stone Cold. Feels like an easy S. I feel like it's easy S. It, it, it the the glass shattering. Scoob. Is it overrated? Is it overrated? Is Scoob. It, is it what a, are you saying to me right now? Is it a glass shattering merchant? It's a broken no! glass merchant. Because <laughs> it's as soon as because it's <laughs> and you're like, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh, what's going on? I don't think it can be a broken glass merchant because when you hear broken glass, you think of that. The other things are broken glass yeah. merchants. <laughs> the, I would rest, argue. the rest, the rest, and. The glass itself is iconic because he's had other songs. He had a Disturb song, but the even Disturb was like we can't veer too much off of the of the basic song here with our cover with our version of it. So I, it's S for me. I, it's got to be S. I think it's S. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, Chad is disappointed with you, my brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being contrarian. I'm being contrarian. <laughs> Coley's not here today. I gotta be contrarian. That's. <laughs> Uh, should I play an 8-bit of this? I think I've got an 8-bit. Uh, we'll yeah. see. Please. That and him uh, one-handing open beers from about uh, <laughs> 75 yards Somebody would put those bitches on a dime. Well, well that, the other thing is, he's walking in with the title, just flailing around yeah, just, like this. <laughs> I'm about to. Whoop, I'm here to whoop ass. I don't care about this title. That's right. I had the prop out. There, there it is. Hey, cool. hey, hey, Scoop. Look, yeah, if somebody just threw that to you on a rope from thirty yards out. Yeah. <laughs> the timekeeper, longtime timekeeper, Mark Eaton. Uh, that's his go-to guy. They'll even if he makes an appearance, he tries to get Mark Eaton to come back. So. He knows he can trust that, you know, like Tom Brady and Wes Welker, you know, uh, uh, Tom Brady and Gronk. You want to know the guy, yeah. you know, his security blanket. <laughs> I'd also like a, a fire song on its own. But when he was coming out, even when you expected it, but especially when you didn't, you just psh, everybody on their feet. So Have the you... type of uh, pop or whatever you call it, he would get. I think that alone gets it into. Have you ever seen go the clip? It's from 2001. There, it is the peak of the WCW invasion angle, and Stone Cold was like lured out of the arena, and he comes back in his truck, which has his logo slapped on the side of it, <laughs> and he just and like the WCW ECW invasion alliance is just beating up everybody, like they're just dog walking <laughs> the entire WWF, except like the Undertakers, Kurt Angles, Kane's, like the big names who are in the ring fending off like thirty guys, and he comes in and he just starts. It's the place goes absolutely wild, and he just starts kicking people and stuttering them to the point where guys are reacting to getting kicked and not being the guy getting kicked. <laughs> you like, just oh, you oh, didn't oh, want it to be you next. You, <laughs> next thing you know, you you out of there. Let me roll out. I don't want to get my ass kicked. Yeah, oh, uh, that music. Nobody else could come out if you if you replace that music. Doesn't work. You could doesn't work. I will another one. I think it says, but I'll present it for this very same thing, like from opening note, Undertaker. That gong and everything going dark. So 
I should say he had multiples over the course of the Attitude Era. However, the one that he had for the most time is how I kind of went off of this is that the ministry it was a little darker tune, but it was still the same mm-hmm. gong, but it had him like speaking in satanic. Like murmuring, yeah. <laughs> him going satanic and it's darker. It's a little slower, but it's still the same same song for the most part. But I've just got for it pulled up. Perfect. Let's here we go. 8-bit. We'll see what this sounds like. This one, yeah. he start, he's rolling the eyes in the back yeah. of his head. Yeah. And then he's just like, Ugh. he's and out on he's... the chopper. <laughs> I did it's think hard about to make a gong intimidating. Yeah. Bitch, so. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I, I think it is. I think it's a tier. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with a. I think because it, it the song, the, the wrestler, the persona, it goes hand in hand with it, but I feel like. Undertaker made that theme song. It's kind of a base. It's kind of basic, but it's also very much on the nose of who he is as a character. So for like me tearing it, it's very much like does is the song fits the character and everything, but also stand out. And I feel like the wrestler stand out more. And the fact that he had multiple over the course kind of like took away from it a little bit. That's why I think it's a. I would agree. Yeah, the multiple takes it because he. I get like the little murmur. I get made it more scary when the lights are out and all that. But I, yeah, I think you had a hit on a on its own. Don't touch mm-hmm. it. So yeah. fi- I'm fine with A. Fine with A. Who? Uh, what else we got? I know people said The Rock. What do we think about the? That one's trash. That one's overrated. Whoa! That, the, the, no, that's the one I'll hang my head on. I'll stand on that one. I this is a real opinion. That one sucks, dude. Every, <laughs> that's <a> real... <laughs> dude, every time, every time I hear that, all I hear is the rock in the back are going, the rock said, the rock said it's terrible. That's, that's what make it go. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I would not the rock say Rock said no you're damn wrong. I would not say it's terrible. However, I think I have it in like B tier. I it's Oh. I that we were talking about how Stone Cold song is a broken glass merchant. The Rock's is if you smell what the Rock is cooking merchant. Like a uh, call and repeat merchant. <laughs> <laughs> like catchphrase merchant, you know? That's <laughs> like Wow. It, you think I, you know somebody, man. I, I, look, it's great. I don't think the themes. He has a much better one. It, he turned. He he went bad and became Hollywood rock, and it slowed everything down. And rather than mm-hmm. having to do with the whole like if you smell, it just has this like crescendo building. And at the very top of it, he goes, "It's cooking," and then it's <laughs> bam, bam, and it's just slowed down. And I'm like, "Oh, I hate this guy. Oh, he's so he's such a dickhead. Like it's just." It, the Hollywood rock song is much better than this one. That one is an S tier, but we're doing just the uh, Attitude Era. I think it's B. I'll concede B. I'll give you B. I was going to say, Scoob, is, is B? For... Wow. B it is. I don't wow. like it. I don't like it. And, and it's not just because The Rock is running around town, <laughs> refusing to do WrestleMania, and saying he's too he's a busy, coward. but he's everywhere about WrestleMania. He's a coward. He's a, he's a coward. He's ducking Roman Reigns. He's ducking the tribal chief. Dwayne, you a punk. I said B tier. B tier for, for bum. B- bum. Yeah. That's right. You're a bum for boo, you coward. 
<laughs> wow. I, you make good points. A little jarring, but you make good points. <laughs> oh, wait, I, I, I got to play the Rocks theme. Got to play the Rocks theme for Let's him. Let's hear it. This is awesome. The, B, the A bit is better. I, I would put the A bit yeah. as A. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that you can't get the gong quite right. The guitar nailed it. Yep. Um, <laughs> that was okay. That was kind of fire. Okay, B tier. Um, we got DX. Who else? Ooh, uh, that DX is contentious. Is there? Are you ready? Dun dun. Yeah. Bow to the masters. Yeah. Nah. That's a great Scoob, You were shaking your head, man. No, 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 no. I was, I was not shaking my head. I love that theme. I love that theme. That's one of my favorites. I think that's an elite, elite thing. I, I put it up with A. We got like a borderline S. I'd say it's the cusp of A. I gotta push that one to S, man. I think yeah. that's an S tier. Like it gets setting, like setting the whole tone for like what's about to happen. Then you just, are you ready? And then it, when it breaks it down, it breaks it down. Like we we got the eight bit DX. Uh yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, we might need an eight bit was better tier. Uh, Swaggy, Swaggy might be right. Dude, what you told us to do? That's the brakes, little boy. Yeah, that's the brakes, little man. Break, Break it, it down. down. And this, the the Titan Tron itself makes it like even goes over the top. Because you have like the sensor bar over women in the crowd, like because <laughs> yeah. it's the, they're edgy, it's degenerates, yeah, and it's like yeah. it's... like the whole everything, yeah, gotta be ass. Yeah. Also, that went crazy too on the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little look. too crazy. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna let that play a little more. <laughs> so good, <clears throat> degeneration. So good, so good. Why is it so yes. good? Yeah. S. All right. S. S. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else we got? I see one begrudgingly. Okay. Vince McMahon's No Chance in Hell. Yeah. Banger. Yeah. Banger. So Is it good. S though? I'm like I'm, I'm open. I think it has to be S or A, but it's like just it's there? a perfect song. Like the way he comes out. Of, I ready to I, talk some BS. It's A because there's a. There's a version of it that would later come out, like in the early 2000s, mm. that made his intro part even longer. So you knew who was coming Ooh. out, and it was just like, and it had like these whispers and these murmurs, and then it's like, no chance, that's what you got. Yeah, that... it's just like, oh damn, like it made it to where when Vince McMahon came out, it gave the it gave you more of the like, great, here comes the boss man, and I don't yeah. want the boss man to come out. That. We got the bits on that one, Scoop. Oh, let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, this part they made even a little, just even a little bit longer. No chance. That's what you've got. 
I'm just imagining this being like the like a little like you know t you know snapping tune where you're like no chance uh, that's what right. you got yeah <laughs> taking a drag of the cigarette yeah there's no chance we put this one in hell uh, <laughs> yeah that's no. a banger like these are all really good and I feel like at some point we have to like distinguish which ones are like ah. I'm like looking at this. I'm like, I didn't put enough bad, like clearly bad. <laughs> now, no, that's what makes it tough. Because I was looking, through, I was like, it's it's a couple I'm not familiar with, but it's not a lot of misses. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> the casino version. Uh, <laughs> Dusty. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the keyboard. Uh, who's uh, next? Eddie Guerrero. Gotta be, gotta be S, right? Or CA? Oh, he. Another victim of having a better version for me. I have this as a low B. <laughs> his his attitude era is just Latino heat, and then it's just like his. But that's. But then later they would add the extra parts of it where it's like Latino heat, and then like they're adding like, layers. Yeah, mm. you know. And then like the best one he had was his last one before he passed away, where they're calling like on a cell phone, and the guy's like calling. It's like, can you feel the heat? And then it's live, <laughs> cheat, steal. It's Damn. just, yeah. That's, that's tough. Uh, I definitely feel like I'm playing a Mega Man or something. <laughs> like uh, I'm at the Sonic yeah. load screen Sega Genesis. Yeah, I I think the eight bit does that a little disservice. Yeah. Like, I'm listening. I'm like, oh man, maybe mm. it's C. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I think B. It, it's kind of basic. Yeah, it's a little basic compared to the other ones. Yeah, because it's also like just only the B let you know what the mm -hmm. how much talking was doing the carrying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of it is. Like some of these are just the just the music, and when they later added actual like you know some, right. some more elements to it with either full on lyrics or whatnot. Um, like Undertaker, his before he's got his Dead Man Walking, uh, you've done it now song that he had on his motorcycle. They had just mm. a basic no lyric version, and it is horrible. But as soon as it's like <laughs> you've done it now, and it's like oh okay, now we're talking about it a little bit better. Um, do you want to know what my worst, what I think is the worst one here? Lay it on me, Ken Shamrock. Oh, whoa! Someone in chat just said that that's in their workout playlist. Ken Shamrock's. <clears throat> Is that it, Shamrock? Is that? It's yeah, yeah. I do not. You want to talk about basic? Here's the thing. It's still good, but it's the worst out of the uh, of this tier. Oh, well, I found it. So we're gonna find out. Let's 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 do some Ken. It, it turns out there's eight bits for all of these because people like have them made for their video games they play. I guess so. <laughs> we are thankful. Yeah. Building. Okay, this don't. It's, it sound different than one I remember. This do not bang. Um. It, and th see, that's the thing. So when I listened to this, I too, like chat, said, "Nah, Ken Shamrock's theme is one of the best." And I went and listened to it, and it's a three-minute song, and it doesn't actually get going until about a minute and forty into it, and I'm like. That has you, to knock it some. 
I was like, come on. Uh, like, this is, it's also, again, I think that is similar to the Undertaker one. I think Ken Shamrock made this song better than it actually was. Because you see Ken Shamrock, you're like, that guy's going to kill somebody because he wants to kill somebody. Well, coming out to anything. You could have him come out to My Little Pony theme, and you're like, I, that's a badass song because that's a badass <laughs> walking out to it. I, can we, C? Mm-hmm. I think C. Can we go C over D? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I see it. Hey, I, there are two more. I'm trying to. Th- I think I got two S's personally. Is Val Venus here? Yeah, is, is that Val? That, I, yeah, the okay. bottom next to that Vince. is one of my yeah. S's. Yeah, because there is no re- <laughs> there is no reason that saxophone should have went there. <laughs> There's zero reason for it. And then he comes in. He's hello, ladies. <laughs> Do we have the vowel eight bit? Oh yeah. Hello, lady. <laughs> that that part. Oh, whoa! That's that so good. Uh-huh. No, let it run, school. <laughs> it's so good. And then he's just. He's just, he's just shaking yeah, his junk in his... everyone's face. Yeah. <laughs> the women are going wild for this average-looking dude who just happens to be oiled up in a towel. Uh, <laughs> That's was... all that he wants. He's just an average-looking dude. Like... Yeah, like Rosebud points. I used to play this on the Twitch stream. It's just the, if you let the Saturday Night Live intro just play, it's like, <laughs> Sherry O'Terry. Terry. Yeah, play it a little bit more, school. Uh <laughs> Kenan Thompson with your host Kiki Palmer Mm-mm. musical guest for the weekend and now your host Kiki Palmer <laughs> S yeah yeah, no, yes. yeah, no, like Notorious said. Val Val had women were uncontrolled. Like it might just be because he was directly his character was directly made for them, so that when they get dragged to a wrestling show with their boyfriends, <laughs> they'd have something for them. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, take it on the big Val but and it, the punt, everything. It, the best running <laughs> bit was that he would just turn he would do the porno bit. Where like you do like you know shaving uh, saving Private Ryan he would he called it shaving <laughs> Ryan's privates <laughs> because there was a woman Ken Shamrock's sister Ryan Shamrock was there and that's and he did that but then he would do like yeah like he again I, I've talked about this on my podcast but he had a, an entire thing of uh, feud about having sex with somebody's wife that guy turning into a Yakuza boss all of a sudden and chopping his, his choppy choppy pee pee verbatim of what they said. And the, the raw goes off air with Val Venus being hung by his wrists, and butt naked over a, all, over a meat cutting table. And then Mr. Yamaguchi son with a katana like this. And it, as it goes to dark is when he's chopping it. And then the next week, John Wayne Bobbitt comes out, and he's like, yeah, so I got cold. It got cold, and John, my friend John Wayne Bobbitt was there. This is like five years after that whole John Wayne Bobbitt. I was this must have been fresh, relatively <laughs> no, fresh. No, it wasn't. Time, it was uh, like five or six years. From this guy who lost his dick in a terrible dick-losing accident. Uh, I say all that to say it's S. Yeah. 
There's no. That was just a Johnston wanting to lay on the horn. All this goes to say <laughs> Jim Johnson is the goat. Did, There's it, nobody even. Close. Nobody comes close. Did did, no. did anyone else's uh, dad look at Valvinus and go like, "I want to be that guy"? My dad was slicking back his hair. <laughs> Anytime Valvinus was on TV, my dad was like, "Dude, come out of the shower, shaking his hand." Dude, my dad loved to do the hello ladies. He would do that all the time, all the time. Nah, Val was a star. And then the, his finishing move, the money shot. Um, <laughs> when I, when I, as a kid growing up, just don't like, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to hit the money shot. Like when me and my brother are wrestling, like, yeah, do the money shot. Like, because <laughs> Val Venus was the funniest guy who was growing shot, up. Yeah. And then when you learn what, you know, the, the joke of it is, you're like, oh, wow, that's, yeah, all right. That's the, a, the big Val boast. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one S I had, and the other one, I think it's American Hero Kurt Angle. Ooh. That thing, that can you give me the the Kurt Angle eight bit? Fun fact: school, Where do you have that with it, Grum? What is it? Fun, I have that as an A. I fun uh-huh. fact: He's not the first guy to use that theme. They repurposed that. Really? So in '97. The Patriot, Del Wilkes, was a big thing because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, he was just Del the Wilkes. Patriot. He wore a red and white, he wore a mask with the American flag on it, and he was wrestling in honor of America against the evil Canadian Bret Hart because that of was course. the whole thing. And <laughs> but and like when I found that out, I'm like, wait a second. So they just reuse themes, and it's like, no, they really don't. But they did this time because it's like, oh, he's Olympic American hero. Right. They make sense, and he turned it into it, and then. Eventually, they added like, "Hey, do you realize like the during the pauses of the song, you could be like, you suck," and then it got people going like, "You suck," along with every actual mm-hmm. thing. Also, it was too fire to not reuse. I know this eight mm-hmm. bit is about to go crazy. Let's hear it. Good. You suck. You suck. Yeah, so good. No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's damn true. It's true. He had the three eyes, intelligence, integrity, and intangibles. <laughs> <laughs> also, him just being like milk toast white, like good guy, but at the time, everybody just wants to be stone cold. And he's like, well, I'm going to drink milk, and I'm not going to cheat. You guys should respect me. I'm an American hero, damn it. And the entire he time, he's, he's Perk Angle. Yeah, Perk. His <laughs> eyes are the biggest sauces. <laughs> That was Perk Angle was an entirely oh boy that's a that's a I think old Kurt is this yeah yeah, yeah. who's uh, uh yeah we gotta start doing them some of these two at a time yeah how do we feel about Big Show because I, I like I like it personally but it did have to go down a notch when I found out it wasn't him singing uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, that's got to knock it down. Yeah, might be C because of that. I I have it like B or C tier. It's a it's a very basic I like see, yeah. rock rock uh rock strip joint. Like that's only that's all they play <laughs> is like rock music uh, <laughs> to, for their dancers. So, uh, and it only got worse. It got more strip joint <laughs> later. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be a big bad show tonight. Yeah, yeah. I think C is. Yeah, C I is fine. Who uh? Who else uh, we got? Flash Funk has a great song, but it was a horrible pro wrestling song. Flash Funk <laughs> is next to the Godfather in between the Dudley Boys. Uh, 
it's just flash funky and he he have dancers out and it's like dude that's not a wrestling theme though like flash funk yeah i think that that that's i like it's a great song it just doesn't work for a wrestling theme oh that that's the one that they don't have an 8-bit on that's the <laughs> yeah. only one uh, it's that bad d <laughs> d that's him in the blue paint yeah him right yeah. there right okay He's the yeah. What what other D? We got too many good ones. Jim uh, Jim was two in his bag. I got I think Sonny, who is next to Shane McMahon on uh two from the yeah. Oh no, that's Sable. So where does oh Sonny's at the bottom left? Sorry. Um, she's a D. Her her song is very bleh. It's just like I know you want me, and then it's like some <laughs> early '90s boppy pop song of just mm. the singer going, "I know you want me, I know you want me real bad." That's it. But I mean, she was the most downloaded woman of the 1990s, so I guess they did want her. Yeah, they did not want to give her a good theme song though. Uh, I love the William Regal one. He's the very last one. He's in the hard hat. His gimmick was being a real man's okay. man. <laughs> And it's it it's literally it's the, it's the work whistle sound of the the like for your into the work day for Flintstone and then it's <laughs> he's a man such a man he's a real a real man's man and it all it is is like it's over a video of him just like putting an axe over his shoulder <laughs> walking with a lunch pail <laughs> wiping sweat yeah. <laughs> it's a great song. In a vacuum, horrible wrestling song. Horrible D, wrestling song. The Dan, D for Dan Dockage to your manual again, labor. <laughs> again, Jim Johnson showing his range. The song was great. It just wasn't good for pro wrestling, and no one would take yeah. no one would take that man seriously. Um, I think uh, who else? Would Mark Henry. There? Sexual chocolate. <laughs> again, <laughs> freaky, very freaky. <laughs> I, see, I don't think I don't think it's D, but j- I think the intro alone, it's because it, it falls off fast. It's bubblegum, man. It falls off fast. It's sexual, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, I think Martin. He got to be. I think it's C. He above the D yeah. tiers, but it it does fall off quick. Uh, I see uh, mankind and dude love up there. Yeah, I had to give them both separate ones. Mankind also, he also had Cactus Jack, but it was just a remix of the Mankind one. Yeah. I think Mankind's the one that he used during the the Attitude Era is a B because later it was he got a good one where it was. Is that like, the car crash one? The later one is the car okay. crash one. This one was okay. just kind of like it was before the like car haunting. crash. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, and then, that one sucked. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's like B, maybe C. Dude, love is great because much like Real Man's Man was only just saying he's a man, such a man, a real man's man. All that they say is dude, dude, love to seventies music. Yeah, it's like music. the funky beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> De- so, well, okay, so which this is the haunting mankind one or yes, the uh, this car- is the haunting, okay. the haunting yeah, that mankind? Because the car crash. Yeah, that's that's really. You know, you got that. Yeah, that's a banger, but if that wasn't the era, then yeah, this one is we C D for mankind, this yeah. era. Yeah, I think I'd say C. C? Okay, let's go C yeah. for mankind. Um Yeah, just because yeah, when he brought out Socko, man, that changed the game. It, all he just sells he buys two dollar pack of tube socks and sells them he drips the scribbles <laughs> on them and sells them for eighty dollars. What a come up. I, that's that's all you want. Business. 
They, uh, they don't have um, 8-bits for Mankind or Dude Love, unfortunately. McFoley Erasure. Uh, where, oh, where are we going with Dude Love? Maybe if I look that up, actually. McFoley. I feel like that's a B. Like, it's not I would say it's, it's got to be above. Yeah, but it's better than. Kind of yeah. Agree. Also, the whole gimmick of Dude Love is just him being the wrestler he <laughs> thought he was going to be when he grew up, but still looking like Mick Foley. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> man working three shifts. Jeff Van Gundy. He, he, uh, he made three appearances in the 98 Royal Rumble. Uh, and it was, <laughs> and showed up at like 11, 17, and 26. Didn't win somehow. Had three entries, did not win. Real, real wrestling. Uh, uh, Billy Gunn. I think Billy Gunn's an A. That's the I'm an the ass, ass man. Bam, bam. I love yeah. to kick him. Yeah. I love to stick him. I love to shove him. I love to push him. Love to flaunt them. So, so many asses. So little tight. A little tight one. can stop me on the dime. He was horny too. Cause oh, I'm an ass, ass man. Yeah. A. Yeah, that's A. See, where's uh? Yeah, they got the road dogs on there. Yeah, the, the yeah. There they go. Yeah. That oh, one. you didn't know. Dude. Your ass better call somebody. I got it. B. It was Whoa. much. It's much better be, when Road Dog is doing his intro over it. When he's doing, it, you know, it, it's D O double G and the B A double S. You know, New Age like that whole thing. Great. That song fair. itself. It's still good. Still good. But that's yeah. B. That's fair. Um. Ooh, uh... The Chris Jericho's is pretty good. I th- I had that at B, although I did make a note of the one line where he goes, I am your pastor, flock you like sheep, um, which I don't understand quite what that means. <laughs> I but, think I got that. I mean, does that bump it down to C? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's why I'm like, it's an A, but that line itself, I don't <laughs> I don't understand. Where, like, I understand, you know, a flock of sheep. I don't understand flocking somebody like their sheep makes any sense to me, so... Nah, yeah, yeah, but you said Jericho B, right? It was a A, but that line alone knocks yeah, that it down. Line, yeah, that, no, that yeah, line knocks it down. Yeah, let's knock him. He's down to B. Who, uh, who, I was trying to look at some of the, the duos. So we got uh, Too Cool. The, that's Too Cool, and it, where it's like, turn it up. Banging it, banging it, banging it, banging uh, it. I was hoping it was turn you would fly today. No. You would fly today <laughs> as a banger. Uh, but it's just the turn it up, banging it, banging it, banging it. D. Yeah. D. I, I think, think yeah, I think C. that was I think C. C. I, okay. I think C. But they do the worms, so you got to give them a point for that. And yeah, I'll give them Scotty, something. Scotty, too hotty, and Grandmaster Sex A S S E X A Y. You know, incredible stuff. That's Lawler's also, kid. Lawler's yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Nation of Dominations is is I think like a A or a B. Um, we are the nation, nation of domination. domination. And they would yeah. Doom, 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 yeah, I think that's A. And then, like, the way they walk out with it, I think that's, yep. yeah, that's Nation A. of Domination. They used to have a, a hip-hop rapping duo from Memphis White Boys, PG-13, <laughs> who would rap along, and it's a different rap every time, so I give them credit for that, but... I, that's... I, eh, no. Yeah, but, I give them something for that, yeah, but yeah, not, not enough. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, Who else we got? We've got uh, Ahmed Johnson, I think, is B. Ahmed Johnson, Pearl River, uh, Pearl. It's like a Pearl River rampage or something like that. Is the title. yeah. He's a Pearl. He's from Pearl River, Mississippi. Just a wild what if story, but also a very large human being. He had muscles, on muscles, 
and he decided to wear the shortest denim shorts in, in <laughs> like, ever. His elbow hair is longer than his shorts, man. <laughs> um, China is good. I like China's. Um, that's the uh, very on the left there. Uh, when she I went mean, like, was, it was like, was don't treat thing. me like a woman. Don't treat me, don't like, treat me a man. like a man. Yeah, I remember that. Don't yeah, treat yeah. me like you know me. Treat me for just who I am. And then, yeah. it, you know, it goes a little rocky. So I, I think that's like B. I think it's B. It could go up to A. I was, I think, yeah, I think China goes up to A. I was trying to place it at first. I think China gets A. Yeah, I mean, she, and then when she started coming out with the, the fireworks gun. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. No one else had one until Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh decided to show up at Mania 32. Uh, Wave Rider. Uh yeah. Uh Dudley Boys, uh, they're they're next. I like the, the they've had a couple, but the one that really stands out is the, they're kind of their first one, and it's um they they'd have the they'd have the the pyro go down, and then it's doom 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 do 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 is this, was that Dudley? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. What? I, that one, it's fine. I think it, yeah, it's a B. I, of, I, I mean, we got the Hardys later. They're an S tier. Uh, that that one goes uh, un, that goes ridiculous. I don't understand. Well, I'll say Hardys might can go there. Can HBK? I forgot about him. Can Shawn Michaels? Yeah. I yeah. Was that still uh, sexy? I think I'm yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's always had that. I know yeah. I'm sexy. He sings yeah. it himself. Yeah. Oh. I got the grits that drive the girl wild. And then <laughs> I got the moves that really move. Move you. Boss. Yeah. I send chills up and down your spine. I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. Yeah. I'm not your boy. boy. <laughs> I'm not your boy. boy. I said, nah, it's, it's motherfucking spitting, man. Um, uh, I'll have to send you a link. Kurt Angle doing his own version called Sexy Kurt is incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Yes, please uh, do. I'll put, it, I'll put it in the community after. <laughs> um, yeah, HBK is up there. Who else? Who else? Hardy Boys. Yep, we put the Hardy, Hardy Boys. Yeah, Hardy they Boys win. is up there. Scoop, do you have the Hardy... Yeah, is this Hardy's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's. So oh, that By was then like they a... jumping off a ladder. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Let's try this one. Uh, wait, hold on. Hardy. Oh wait, these are Jeff Hardy. It's the same. It should be the same one. Or well, if as long as it's not one of his later ones. He got he. Yeah, this is it. Okay, this one's all right. Oh, we got froze school. Oh, oh yeah. What? Oh, oops. Let's see. Big Let's school. see. Big are we, we going to get a big school? Big school. Big, big I hope school. not. Big school. Big school. Big school. Big school. If it goes black. <gasps> no. Ah. No. No big school today. No. Hey. Not, not couldn't needed. give us a big scoop. Right hey, regular school. Yeah, nice to see you. Um, <laughs> we had dark. We could have had the trifecta of scoop. We had regular scoop, dark scoop, and then big scoop. And then big scoop. Oh Ooh. man. It's, yeah. Still a couple minutes left. Yeah, that's true. Uh, got my fingers crossed. Uh, um, Godfather on the left there. It's the whole train. I forget how the rest of it goes, but it just that's the only part I remember. Too. I re he had one. So WWE did the thing where they they joined up with like actual artists, and it's him. Or it's it's D Jim Johnson and Ice T talking about pimping it <laughs> easy, and it's pimping ain't pimping ain't easy, player. Pimping ain't pimping ain't uh, easy. And that's the one I I have more of an association with, but it's not the one he had for longer this time. But 
Yeah, no. Godfather, I think, is... I think it's a B, if I remember it right. Do you have I was going to say a B or C. It was fine. There's just some... It's a lot of heavy hitters here. There's uh, there's no 8-bit for this, uh, okay. b- because it's all just uh, the actual Godfather, the movie. Uh, oh. <laughs> 8-bits for that. You can find the LeBron comments in there. Like, yeah, this really... is my favorite part. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Godfather, where we B C? I'd say I'd say, say B B B yeah. for the Godfather. Who? Uh, yeah, just a couple. I say Gold Dust and Gold Triple Dust. H. Gold Dust, I'd say, is an A. Very, very much uh, appropriate for his whole thing. It's I'll say it fits slow. him perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Triple H had multiple during this time, and they all are S tier. Whether it's my time, which was that's just, the one I'm thinking. My time, that one's great. And then towards the end of the Attitude Era, he got the one, he got the version with, um, with Motorhead doing a different, entirely different song of "I Am the Game" and how you play it. Mm. I got the Triple H pulled up. Okay, let's see. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, now this is strong. Yep. Yeah, so uh, yeah, S for Triple H. Yep. Who else? Kane, I would say, is like an A. Very similar to The Undertaker, where it's just like a right. it's fire, just like, fire it's merchant. Organ. <laughs> yeah. The organ plays, and it, it's 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 like they ran the synth. They just put a synth overlay over a of a over a, like a church right. organ. <laughs> it was like, yeah, the fire will kill him. That and him being seven feet, <laughs> yeah. we're good. Uh, uh, so that's Ron. K Quick, R Truth, Ron Killings, first ever or, or second ever black uh, NWA champion. I believe first because I don't mm-hmm. think Ron Simmons was. He was first in WWE as K Quick, and he had a song called "Getting Rowdy," and it's him performing it because he does that. Um, but it's just him being like getting rowdy, yeah, yeah. But and it's very like mm-hmm. white guy produces a rap record <laughs> in the nineties. <90s. laughs> You know, and then you know Jim Johnson has his import Very in Poochie it. style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, uh, I, 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 I'll give you something be. for doing your own work, yeah. but that, I mean it's that like can't be. He and then, like it's a full song; it has full lyrics, but it's, I mean, what's up is better because he says you know a black, you know tan, the black Superman and you know uh, <laughs> Johnson <laughs> Penn wasn't working that day. No, no, it wasn't. Uh, no, wasn't. So would. B back in B. Yeah, I'd say B. Um, Sables, I who's on the left, I'd put her in C. I think it was slightly better. It was like a whiplash mm. and then a rare from a cat. Yeah, and then it, that's and like about guitar, it. right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. no word, no nothing. Yeah, they mm. they didn't put a whole lot back into the uh, ladies' ambiance. No, uh, no like, back then, I I tried to like include like Jacqueline Moore, Terry, mm. you know, Ivory, but none of they all just sounded the same. It was just it's, like it's oh, one like, basic thing, yeah. yeah. So, uh there yeah, so it kind of it kind of stunk there. Shane McMahon, I think is an A tier as well. I don't think he's his here comes the money, here come. Here comes the money. Money money. And then they're like dollar dollar and then he's dancing, but it's also then there's actual lyrics afterwards. I think Shane's an A. I like Shane's music. I might be in the minority there, though. I can't. Pl- I'll, I'll defer. Scoop you. I mean, nepotism song. Here comes the money, <laughs> money. I mean, it's because your dad's money. It's not your money. That's the whole point. You're supposed to get mad as soon as you hear that. That's true. That is true. So okay. That, yeah. okay. A for uh, Shane O'Mac. 
A Nepo baby. Yes, yes. A for A Nepo baby. <laughs> um, who do we have? Who? So we we what, two left? left, three left. Who's left? Taz oh. Vader and and Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman's an S. Steve Blackman is an S. If you can find it, Steve Blackman. What's an it? S. Can we? I, I can't place that one all. Can we get the Blackman uh, eight bit? We got a couple more. Um, hmm. no. All I have is uh, just the uh, just the actual song. Unfortunately, oh, okay. it go, it it's like. And they like all like it's just like he had the sticks, in, right? Yeah, and he had the dump yeah, trucks. Yeah, 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 and yeah. in the in the the in the in the video for it is him using different forms of martial arts like weaponry. Like he's using a a stick. He's using <laughs> these like nunchucks and everything, just the sticks. And it's doom 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 like going like in and out. I think Steve Blackman's is better than Sham. People will say. I mean, I'm seeing like Brett saying that Shamrock deserves S as well. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Steve Blackman, his theme nah. is Echoes. Then who is that? Taz and Vader? Taz and Vader. Big Van Vader. Big uh, Van Vader. It's time. It's time. It's Vader time. Time. Doom, doom. Doom, doom. It's so good. Yeah, Vader. A? Vader. I, I would put, I had it in like low A, high B. Because it just. I think Vader's A, yeah, low A. And then Taz is, uh, I, I have Taz like as a B tier. Um, he later would have some better elements to it that made it better. But like when he first debuts, it's just an EKG going off. And then boo. And then as it goes to flatline, it includes the actual guitar. Doom, 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 doom. Um, but later he would be like, survive if I let you. <laughs> if threats. Yeah, yeah, um... threats and promises, you know. I think we got like somebody said. There's no hell tier. Jim Johnson doesn't do hell tier theme. That's no. just not really his. Even D is this. We're grading him on the scale of Jim Johnson. You understand? His C or D would be somebody else's mm -hmm. career night Grammy yeah. winner. Yeah. If, if Dale Oliver made some of the ones in C and D, I'd say Dale Oliver is a great composer for wrestling. He's only made two good ones in his entire life, and it's Abyss and AJ Styles. That's it. Jim Johnson, the goat, is what I. Is really what I see from this. I think we got it right, boys. Mm -hmm. Ready to see what we get yelled at for getting wrong. But mm -hmm. this will be fun. This will be the first time it, I'm getting yelled at. Uh, <laughs> normally, I'm the one yelling at. It's different on this side of the desk. Um, yeah, you make sure he's tagged on this Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but that'll do it for us. We're thankful for chat. Brother Roby, thank you for Grum. Where can the people find you, Grum? You can find me on Twitter at I am Grum, like down here. You can also find me every Monday on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. New episodes have started redropping since I moved back or got all settled and everything. Every Monday uh, on YouTube, Spotify, all the links, dorkside.tv. Uh, and you can find me uh, here in the chat when you guys are live. That's where you can find me as well. Community, all that stuff. So yeah, grum.tv or dorkside.tv, they will have all the links to where you can find me and what I do. And again, we mentioned it earlier, we'll be off the rest of the week. So uh, what do you say you go listen to Grum? What do you say you check out the Cut To It boys? Check out the Josh's. A uh, lot of Super Bowl content coming. Not from us, though, because we can be chilling for the rest of the week. Uh, but no, thank you again to Grum. Kicking it with us today. We're thankful to school for pushing our mm -hmm. buttons. 
If everybody could give us a thumbs up on the way out, please and thank you. Subscribe. You can join us in chat Monday where somebody will have won the Super Bowl and maybe we talk about it, maybe not. We'll catch you Monday.